Alright, when the crowd gets loud, that's a pop. When the good authority that tells you that Jimmy Lloyd is going to debut at AEW Revolution is proven wrong, that's a monster pop. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 42 of the Monster Pop Podcast. As always, I am Dr. Destruction, PhD, accompanied by my fellow co-hosts, the ever-controversial Rated-R Twitch star, Reclaim Joey. I haven't done anything that's controversial as of late. Uh, Twitter says otherwise. Oh, because of the the kick thing? <laughs> and, you know, we, we, I don't know if we're allowed to say that here, but, you know. Why not? Yeah, we can. I wanna, <laughs> hold on. I, I know we're supposed to talk about wrestling and do the intros, but let's circle back to that. What? No, the kick thing that you guys are talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nothing, really. Okay. It's like, All right. <laughs> it's just there's a new streaming platform, just like there always is every few years. And people are some people are flocking over to it, and they're like insulting each other and saying that if you don't leave Twitch, you're scared. I mean, do we need, and, to, do we need oh, to go to kick? No. Yeah. Uh, well, also, we of course we have the student of the game and apparently recent student of uh, streaming service university, D Straight. Yeah. Jimmy Lloyd debuting on AEW Revolution would have been major. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know about that. I think we're 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 exaggerating a little bit, but um, That's that might have been a it, it would have been it would have been major, but it would have been like maybe like change the channel kind of major. <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, the only thing I could have seen him as would it would have been like like a backstage official that Wardlow blows through or something like that. Or, you know a, I mean? jan- a janitor, <laughs> a janitor. Yeah, I yeah. say official. Yeah. But, you know, maybe like a security guard's assistant. Yeah, the person there to like prevent the other person from taking the power bomb. The security guards fluffer, but man, dude, um, <laughs> it's fluffer. <laughs> we're here, we're here, and we've got. Um, we're going to talk about the pay per view from last Sunday and the follow up and the build to it, or if you want to call that a build, and um, Stacy Keebler, <laughs> everything else. What? Hey, what's going on with Stacy fucking Keebler, dude? Like. I haven't heard anything. Why from is it her so though? random? Just can you just like clue just, in our like listeners? Like, you gotta so, clue so in. There was, this, just, there was this clip that we had too, seen on was it was it from Squared Circle? There's too much that you shared. Yeah, there's too you don't much. need a hold on. You don't need context for Stacey Keebler. No, you need context on why you're talking you about her in 2023. Yes, you do. Listen, oh, so, why why do you talk about Roddy Roddy, Roddy Piper? Listen, or, no, okay, Kobashi. Okay, listen, there's listen, there's a lot <laughs> of inside baseball going on in here. But if you're in our Discord, um, somebody posted on Reddit, uh, just this insane clip of Stacy Keebler <laughs> talking to Mike Tanay, and I guess she's like sleeping around in the storyline, and she's pregnant, and that she doesn't know who the father is. So like Mike Tanay completely. It seems like the implication is it's either David or Ric Flair. Yeah. It's it's most David, likely Ric Flair or like somebody else that we don't even know. Yeah, well, yeah, and and just Mike Tanay is just absolutely fucking ripping into her. Just, about... he's, and he's completely deadpan and monotone throughout the entire thing, which just takes it to like this next level. But yeah. it's just like all the stuff that like would probably like disgust modern audiences about like victim shaming and stuff like yeah, that. Just shaming, yeah, yeah. He sounds like uh, he straight up sounds like AI. Like it's insane how fucking. Yeah, it does sound like AI. I actually like what? Mike Tanay too, but imagine a uh, milk toast TV announcer reading Yo Mama jokes with no inflection or like no emotion whatsoever, and that's pretty much where we're at here. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
it's hilarious. He tears into her just with zero remorse and He's like, he, I see yeah, the way you dress. Crying. Whenever you go on the amount noun stage, if I wasn't a better man, I would probably make a move myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was honestly a pretty good line. Whoever wrote that was pretty brilliant, honestly. And then, it, and then she starts crying at the end, and he's like, save your tears for somebody who gives a damn. And he looks at the yeah. camera. <laughs> what does he say yeah, to the camera? I forgot what he says to the camera. I, it might just be like, back to you or whatever. I, no, I don't, I no, he said, he said something like, boy... What a slut or something like that. I can't remember. He says something at the end that's just like really insane. And, yeah, it's and funny. This zooms stuff comes into him. back. Like there's, you know, obviously wrestling is so thick with bits and little segments and things that there's always something that'll come back around that didn't quite stick in your memory. But when you see it now, <laughs> in this context, man, it really sticks out. Because back then it would have been like, okay, they're doing the segment about you know, David's, David Flair's woman's cheating on him and it's, you know, part of an angle or whatever. But now you see it out of context and, you know, with um, yesterday's mores attached to it. And it's, it's um, we're talking about it. You know, it sucks is like nobody there's there's even with that monotone, like like presentation, there's no like interviews like that anymore where the where the fucking interviewers even have any kind of personality at all or they they give their opinion or they say they like talk to like you know me and gene would 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 react to people all the time and have something to say or have some attitude or even act scared at times and like here's mike today like tearing into somebody that has to do with like the actual storyline mm -hmm. and and like what he thinks which is amazing and you it, don't it think sorry go ahead it makes it feel a little bit more you know legit like immersive and stuff and like nowadays you have like even even jim ross well, it's, not, it's not really legit if you're like trying to be like a journalism segment uh journalists yeah. aren't really supposed to do that no but still like you have like you have like interviewers now and they sit down and they talk to him and renee's just like like say you have renee and renee's you know been doing the the interviews with um with hangman and she just looks at the floor or she's like oh you know she's well just, it's, okay, it's, it's, just, I mean, it's kind of you know the I, her case i actually like it because it's like it's yeah. her job to interview him and she has to but she's like uncomfortable with it because it's like you know somebody's like basically trying to kill her husband um but she has she to should, like be professional yeah, and like kill her of, husband it's a, at some point it's not professional anymore he's trying to kill like it goes so much far beyond fucking journalism <laughs> she's trying, he's well, trying to murder the thing that the thing, the thing that they would do in re, in a real in a real life situation is not have that journalist interviewing right. her, like trying to kill her husband. Yeah, but if she um, but they if would she's have somebody else to. do it because because she has personal stakes, so she wouldn't get the assignment. But she's been doing. She's been having. I think I like what she's been doing. Mm -hmm. It's not just the hangman stuff, but she's been reacting to you know people's shit talk and stuff uh, with some. I don't want to say exaggerated facial expressions, but she's. She's doing something with that, and she's kind of getting it down. It's a lot more subtle than I think what we had in like the '90s and '80s for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do. It's it's it has that interesting. You know, like I agree. Like there's that like kind of that subtlety, that undertone of like the facials and whatnot. I, that I think I, I think that's fine. I think it's fine. Like I don't think she's a bad interview. I think I like her work as, as what she's doing. But like I, like we're like what we're saying. She's fucking like talking to somebody who's mutilating her husband in a ring. Yeah, you know, her, I mean, the that's... father of her, the father of her child, and like not gonna say anything, just looks at the floor and acts scared, or not just doesn't even act scared, just looks at the floor and is like, oh, I'm more uncomfortable than I am like upset. It's 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 more uncomfortable than upset than anything. Like it's 
I hate it. I don't like it. Well, I, it's kind I, of the Mox character, too, right? I mean, it's like she can't stop him, so it's like, you know... Right, just, but that doesn't mean she can't be mad about it, you know? I mean, yeah. Like, how would, you, how would you act if, like, your significant other was getting mutilated by somebody else and then you had to go interview him? Wouldn't you just say... You would say something. There would be something there. Right? Uh, maybe there will be at some point. Maybe there's, like, a... I mean, the, the, this feud doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. So... <laughs> It feels like it's never ending. And hey, you know, Let's as long about... as they're putting on good matches, but yeah. I think it's been. We'll, sa- we'll save that yeah. for the pay per view. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll review the pay per view and get to that. Wait, later. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say we're going to save talking about that for the Monster Pop pay per view. Like, get that behind the paywall. Oh, man. <laughs> it's too hot. It's too hot for the. It's too hot. Yeah. I don't know about that. Nothing um, but Bret Hart and nothing but Bret Hart impressions. Oh my god! That's what you have to pay there for. There we go. What is, what is, we'll have to like see. There's like I don't know. Like when, when's his birthday or something? We'll have to like do a special episode where it's just Bret we Hart? all just impersonate Bret Dude, Hart. Dude, I, I want I want to, for the next episode. I really want to do. I want to re- review wrestling with shadows. In oh, the, we should. Yeah, in the commentary yeah, that specific commentary. Yeah, yeah, I really do. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. No, don't. Do, <laughs> oh, I got you're gonna play the new one. That one's not safe for work. Vince fucked me. <laughs> Vince fucked me. I sent him. I sent him. I, I like the, the the like the drawn out and like echo of it. I think really added a little extra thing to it. That was Brett. That's just me yelling. Vince fucked me. Yeah. That was Brett from Beyond the Grave. Like you're having a match in Montreal in like 2042. 2042. Do that one again. And you hear that coming out of the corner. You hear that coming out of the corner. Vince fucked me. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, we okay. need to get Spork on this show as the producer, and he needs to have a drop board ready to go, and he can just work his mastery while we record here and drop shit like that in. That would be fun, but uh, oh my god, that'd be great. That'd be great. Ask him. Yeah, give him a little money. He'll might do it. Yeah. Um, All right. So. We've got a little bit of news to cover in addition to the pay-per-view and whatnot. So uh, what do we want to cover first? Do you just want to jump into the pay-per-view and we can use the uh, book-ending Dynamites or book-ending AWTV as, um, you know, uh, like whatever, chum? We're going to just jump right into it. We're not going to talk about anything else. Do you guys want to talk about some of the news that's come out first? Yeah. Why would, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Absolutely. So. My kids, uh, so anybody who has kids, like if you ever have that night where your kid keeps you up all night, that's where I am. So I was up, you were up five, all night. Oh my god, 5 a.m., dude. She took a late nap. I couldn't stop it, dude. It was just like inevitable. It was oh. too early. Was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and uh, dude, she was up till five. Well, I'm sorry, we were supposed oh, to do this last night, and I was supposed to have plans, and then those plans fell through. And yeah, I know because, like, because Doc and I got a uh. We we should have talked about this on to open the show. I know you don't want to. Doc and I got a Discord call and we're like, oh, weird Discord call. We don't get these very often. And I picked it up just in time to see Joey oiling his pud, and then okay. he realized it was me and shut it off. No, no. So it was like wrong number, dude. That's, that was that's bullshit because it wasn't even a video call. <laughs> it was like I was a second. No, I was literally <laughs> in the, I was literally in the middle of my stream. And uh, I was, I was like, the plan was to stream until it was time to do the episode, and then, and the, but and then I had like some plans with someone, and they, they, they fell through, and um, 
Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, I can hang now. And then we had already changed. Yeah, David already changed bad. his mind. So my that's my fault. I apologize. He changed his mind. I mean, he had you know. He's a grown man. I would have yeah, liked, right. liked to have done I'm it last time, but I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying that's just how it turned out. Yeah, but I no, just kind of already changed. This is the this is the Mike Tanay version of uh, last night's events. You're 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 blaming the victims here. No, and then and, I so I, I got up. I got up from my like in the middle of the stream. Like I went on a break. Like I went to go go to the bathroom or let let Freddie out or whatever. And I fucking picked up my phone and it was in our monster pop chat because we were just talking there and I accidentally hit call and then the call started. But no, it wasn't a video call. So okay. Davy's claims are a lie. <laughs> Once. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't realize Jimmy Lloyd was in town, though, Joey. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> okay. well, speaking, speaking of Jimmy <laughs> Lloyd, we have this, uh, I guess, just now breaking nine hours ago that GCW is... Uh, Opposing AEW Fight Forever, the new video game, over a trademark over the term Fight Forever. Man, they waited to the 11th hour for they this. They sure yeah. did. So they, they filed this opposition on uh, March 1st. However, it requests a 90-day extension of time to formally oppose it. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office granted the extension the following day. According to GCW's opposition appeal, they are asking for 90 days in order to investigate and confer with counsel. The document has said that they are engaged in settlement discussions with applicant. However, responding to fans on Twitter, GCW owner Brett Wardell wrote that GCW has never and will never ask for a dollar of Tony Khan's money. You're looking for a settlement. What, what are you? Look? Is that not maybe <laughs> maybe not Tony Khan's money? Maybe like he's twisted in his head that it's coming from the developer. I don't know. I don't know who would pay out here. Um, when is that game supposed to come out? I know it's gotten it, it's gotten delayed, delayed, but they said yeah. it was delayed because of uh, so it, because of the they, ESRB they, rating. But now and they got that fixed. Yeah, so, so now it's it's this where they've you know waited till the eleventh hour. Like ECW is fucking delaying this video game. There you go, guys. Yeah, no one, no wonder why um, Tony Khan said that his wrestlers can't appear there anymore. In fairness. GCW did have that 24-hour event. It wasn't just like one of their one-off shows that they named because they have they properly name all of their shows. Yeah, really. And dude, if it was just one of their one-off shows that they ran in Grand Rapids or something, like I would be like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" But it kind of was a this 24-hour thing they did was kind of a big deal, at least you know in their world. And uh, I kind of see. That they're a little pissed, but yeah, if we're being fair, they did use the name like for something first, so but dude, it's a chant. <laughs> is that dude, something that you really yeah, have like a trademark a, yeah. over and stuff like that? Like, if you have it's a chant that I heard in like ROH yeah. a long time ago for yeah, dude, yes, you know, yes. so this is strategic that they waited like this late, they're gonna get paid because. Yeah, if if they if they don't ask for too much, they get greedy. They may not get shit, so but if they're, they're reasonable, in. they're gonna get a settlement. GCW so will never die. Yeah. Ugh. That's so all of them never dying is just. <laughs> Best thing that could happen to GCW is it gets sold to somebody who can, uh, who can actually fucking hire a booker and. And see what happens. So. On that note, the uh, real news story we want to break is that we've recently purchased. No. <laughs> God, yeah, that, the, the thing that I like, fine, you have a claim. Okay, that's okay. But 
Yeah, like you said, they waited till the last minute. They did it on fucking purpose, too. Like, yeah. You know they fucking knew about it since day one. Like, that didn't go over their head. 100%, yeah. They could have said something a long time ago. Hey, don't name your game that. If they actually cared, he really does. Well, yeah, the pressure comes from waiting till the game's about to come out, and then they're just like, fuck, we gotta pay. And then Brett Lauderdale saying, I would never ask for any Tony Khan's money. You know, because it's, you know, because it probably, it may not come from Tony Khan. You know, the precedent may be for the developer to pay out or something, so. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think so. I think it would be under. Yeah. I think it would be the license, but you think so? Yeah, I think uh, it depends. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I mean, either way, that's kind of semantics, right? I mean, you're looking for a financial settlement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now they can. Uh, now they can afford afford to run the Hammerstein Ballroom once again. I'll Let respond. See I'll <laughs> respond see if I can drop Brett. my podcast mic. Hold on. I'll respond to Brett. So I'm responding to his tweet that says, GCW has never and will never ask for a dollar of Tony Khan's money. You're not asking. So I'm going to say, what exactly are you trying to accomplish? Suing somebody for money isn't exactly asking them for money, is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the verb there is probably like how he's gonna get away. Uh, so I just saw this posted by Sean Ross. GCW is not <laughs> looking to delay the release of the video game or get money from it per GCW. They're looking to make sure they can still use the name in in use for future charity shows. Oh, well, honestly, if that's the case, then why not? I mean, well, still, I, I figured that you know could be resolved uh, a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Less eleventh houry, but still, yeah. He gets on the phone. He's like, "Hey, Tony, <laughs> can I use his name yeah. still?" <laughs> I mean, if they're seeking a settlement, like you said in the report, mm. I, don't I know mean, that, that could be the terms of a settlement, but still, a little, mm-hmm. a little so, strange. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, a settlement doesn't necessarily, you know, in, in America, we the first thing we think is money, and nothing else other than money when we hear settlement. So anyway, um, exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what might be a little bit more exciting is that uh, WWE is pursuing the exact kind of gambling we had once thought we could do with DraftKings. Uh, specifically, they've been lobbying, I think, Michigan <laughs> and I think it was Minnesota to try to adjust gambling laws to allow for betting on wrestling. And supposedly some of the repercussions this beyond just betting on match outcomes, which seems weird, is that... Uh, it may they may end up uh, keeping creative out of the loop of who wins matches in order to uh, you know maximize the fairness of betting or whatever or minimize, um, yeah, minimize their opportunity to become millionaires yeah over time yeah that is just the most embarrassing fucking shit ever holy well, fuck the here's the thing this is where I have a problem say it's it's easy for now it becomes easy for Vegas to fix this shit. Yeah. And if you use the MGF, MJF and Danielson match as like a example, right? Or, or let's do Cody and Roman Reigns since mm-hmm. that's upcoming. <clears throat> so let's say 90% of the bets have Cody winning and Vegas just starts to, to, you know, look at, even with the odds, they start to look at the numbers and say, actually, um, we stand to have a fucking take a big loss here so they can get on the phone and be like hey dude 
you put Roman over because we're about to lose a shit ton of fucking dough. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. What's what? Assure me that that won't happen. You can't. You can't, you can't assure you can't. me that that won't, won't fucking happen. Mm-hmm. So now, now you've got, now you've got fucking, you know, the odds makers who are. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. You can't tell me that they're not going to be involved in the decision making for big mm-hmm. matches. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking tell me that the odds and the the money laid on these matches aren't going to factor in to what happens rather than what's best for the storyline or the company or the wrestlers or the fans. Yeah. Um, that's going to, that's, those are going to be factors still, but now we have this new ones. Guess what? Tied to money in a way that wrestling really hasn't been before. They're trying um, to squeeze every last fucking dime that they can by working just everybody. It's just, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird they're doing this like when they're trying to sell, just because like I know there's, I mean, I guess there's not enough of a big enough stink about gambling, but like obviously recently Twitch banned gambling. Um, kick, you know, doesn't, uh, and it's its top. Uh, that's another, that's another kick category. Uh, so like, I mean, I guess there's just like this whole of like everyone's trying to like just milk in on this gambling thing, particularly, and, and you know, a lot of it's involving you know people who uh, shouldn't be gambling at all. I mean. If, anyone really should be but definitely not you know kids and stuff like that and other people who have you know issues do we need to go to kick and bet on wrestling over there well we've said before that oh we'll make a killing on this because it's a lot of this shit is so predictable but again like going back to what i said a moment ago maybe it won't maybe it won't be as predictable yeah yeah Um, and, and i don't i don't know is that a good or a bad thing I think it's ultimately a bad thing to have them. I mean, I I don't think wrestling should be predictable, but I think that needs to start with. I mean, it can be. I, I think that there's nothing wrong with it being predictable. I mean, I think if if everything yeah. is predictable, that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. your main it, angles yeah. should probably be pretty predictable, right? Like you know, maybe with you know pending a swerve or you know heel turn here or there, um, you're like you know who wins you know such and such title match without you, you want know, to keep fans on the toes at least, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you. Like, uh, that's just okay. If it starts, but if it starts like like affecting the outcome of things in the, the direction of like the company, it could just be really, really fucking bad. Well, and especially if they're if they're gonna leave creative out of the loop of actual match outcomes, right? You okay, have to crazy. write. You the way you have to you know do that now is now it's pretty much week to week. I mean, I assume the gambling's really only for like pay per view matches. Or the yeah. occasional like TV title match, but they they usually announce those like pretty rapidly, just because it's like a shit ratings are down. Let's you know, just put it's, Roman on TV for a second. Like it's weird, man. Yeah, because you think as a as creative and WWE, which involves God knows how many people right now, um, you think a lot of their booking decisions would be based on okay, when we get to this match, you go over, and then yeah, we have this going on. Now they're not gonna. They're not gonna know. Like, is is this going to be come become even more fragmented and incoherent than ever now? I mean, that's we what, should. If this if this have if this goes through, we should at least try. <laughs> we should try to make some yeah. money on it. Okay, see what happens. Just see, like, remember how we did like DraftKings? 
Yeah. yeah, we didn't make any money there. At yeah. least that was free. Nobody but... made money on that. But, so. but that wasn't that wasn't betting on match outcomes. That was betting on is Chris Jericho going to use a chair and you know yeah. shit like that. That's was, real you know, stupid. Yeah, but if it's yeah. outcomes, how many tables will be broken on the show? Yeah, yeah shit like that. We so put that, in we put in a few bucks just to just to test the waters and see how it goes. Um, I would do that. Yeah, we'd have to go to kick to do that. No, not really. We wouldn't. I don't think so. I would yeah, because we're not like we're not like yeah. playing slots. We're just you know reporting gambling results. People think we people think like you're basically ending slavery by going to kick by going to kick and like throwing it to Twitch or whatever. So stupid. Um. Anyways, yeah. You hear uh, that Twitch? You hear that Twitch? We love you. I didn't say I didn't say all that. Give us, I just, give us money. So I didn't give I didn't, us give us money. <laughs> I didn't say all that now. What if Samoa Joe showed up on uh, behind Joey and cut off his man <laughs> talking shit? <laughs> uh, we were talking about that the other day and you're like, I wear it sometimes. I was like, I don't think I've seen him wear it. And you intentionally wore it today. No, I didn't intentionally I just, wore it. No, it's because <laughs> No, it's because I got out of bed and I didn't have time to fucking fix my hair. I didn't oh do it on pur- I didn't do it on purpose. I promise. I do. do I think- wear it like it on the. Re- I wear it like I did regularly. say I did say if Orlo wins the match, he better wear the man bun on the next stream. And here you are. So whether it was an accident or not, you know. Yeah. Now, so I just do your do my hair like whoever wins the TNT title. So now I gotta have like Hobbs hair. Yeah, you gotta do the sneer That'd too. Be a good look. Yeah. Can you can you do it, it Joey? The, the the hob sneer the angry, the angry yeah. elvis sneer yeah let's it's see it i just did it for everybody who's listening is gonna try it it didn't look there like we go. it. <laughs> 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 it looked like an angry eight-year-old girl who was fucking pissed off she couldn't get bubblicious or whatever at the fucking impulse <laughs> oh my gosh uh well, so the the one it's other crazy, thing crazy to me that gambling shit i just i can't believe yeah. it but yeah well yeah i mean i think because it's just it's like one of those things where it's like okay that's weird but then like you just think about the, all the repercussions of it and it's like well this is like really that's bad yeah um we're the spending one... so much time on wrestling gambling like it's so it, it, it is a big story though man and i just it, we can't have anything in america without fucking speculation I guess so. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's pro wrestling. It's not fucking real, and it's gonna be fucking like it's real gambling on gambling on something that's legitimately fucking like decided. That's so stupid. It fucking hurts. And the thing is, is it might go through because like it might be layman's. You know, it might be fucking like non wrestling fans that don't get wrestling, and they might fucking be like, yeah, fucking sure, let's do it. You know, they might. It might work. Or they wouldn't even care if it's predetermined, right? Because it's like it's not as long as like there's some type of regulation. Like I mean, as long as Vince isn't, you know, betting no. on the outcomes, like it's yeah. probably seen as fine. But I don't know, dude. I don't think that, that it's just it's really bad. And then if you go even further, like like it's it's the same kind of thing whenever like there's like court, you know, if 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 somebody beats up a fan or something like that or there's some kind of like fight. Like I've heard that before. It was like, oh, it's just part of the storyline. And like I've heard of wrestlers using like that stuff in in court to like get out of it and like you know to get yeah. out of like a real shoot sure. or something like that. And yeah, because you can work yeah. the authorities with you know, yeah, because because they, they, they they don't know. They, like people are not in the know, and these people that are these regulators, they're not in the know. They're not gonna fucking yeah. know. How are they? How are you? How are you gonna prove that 
you changed your mind. I mean, they're, they're already not keeping up with you know the current state of gambling and a lot of the stuff that people think Even needs if. to be regulated anyways. So like, yeah, I mean, like if 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 you if you're if Cody is for sure gonna win, which is what we all think right now, right? But mm-hmm. there's just millions and millions of dollars at stake, and you know, and they decide to go with Roman in the last minute, and things change last minute all the time in wrestling. Yeah. They'll yeah. never be able Especially to prove. You'll never be able to prove that it was because it was because of the gambling or not. Like you, yeah. you'll never ever be able to do that. Yeah, there'll always be the argument of like, oh no, this was what it was going to be all along, or oh, we decided that Roman was a better choice, or something like that. You could say anything. That's and so, it definitely it's won't. Bullshit. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely won't just be for wrestling fans. If if professional gamblers are fucking hedge funds and shit that are set up for fucking gambling, mm-hmm. um, if they figure out. That they, you know, can, you know, whatever use whatever formula and start making these bets. They'll be put. They'll be betting on this shit. Yeah. One of the things, you know, I, I, you know, I have a few movie posters and stuff in the background. And there, there was a time that just financial speculators were were buying and just warehousing old movie posters because there had never been a time in history where they decreased in value. Yeah. Until we got to okay. like the two thousand eight, like yeah crash or whatever they finally went down in value so all these like fucking assholes and you hear about this with like the comic book boom of the early 90s all these assholes are just collecting shit that don't give a fuck about comics or don't give a fuck about movies and they're just piling shit up and warehousing it as an asset and obviously gambling isn't an asset but that's just goes to show you that people that don't give a fuck about something will get involved if you know they yeah if they can get money out of it then yeah they'll yeah they'll ruin it for everyone yeah anyway let's talk about some you know Yes, yeah, so I think the, the yeah. last thing we wanted to talk before AEW was New mm. Japan, uh, some new developments there, and the New Japan Cup. Uh, the first round is all finished up. Uh, there was, like, I think half the people had buys, and then you had uh, a bunch of first round matches. I think a lot of it was why kind of predictable. Why even bother with the buys? Jesus, why make it so long? Well, the buys actually shorten it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, because like half of the first round is a set. So like there was one, two, three, four. Last five, year it was longer, eight. right? Eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So there was eight matches in the first round, and eight people had buys. So then they were straight to the second round. Yeah. Um, we've had two second round matches. So like uh, Sonata beat Taichi and Kenta. Um, yeah. Naito beat Phantasmo and Chase Owens. Um, so those, and so we've got Sonata versus Tetsuya Naito in round three. Um, I didn't realize Naito had a second round match already. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that must have just happened. Um, yeah, I can't tell what like, oh. it doesn't have the date listed, but that's apparently. All right, let's uh, let's predict a winner. Uh, ZSJ's won the last two. He won last year. Did he win the one before that? No, I think Osprey, okay. Osprey Shingo That's won. That's right. Yeah, maybe it was Osprey because he was winning everything that. Year. Yeah, it was Osprey. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, that was. Um, Who do y'all have for this year? They had all the key stuff. Um, oh man, I, I honestly like Sonata coming out. Not happening. <laughs> Not happening. I think they, I think they nah. need to give him something. I don't they, know they, why we've they, been, they. We've been saying that for years, and we know that he's missing something. I think. I think Sonata's a done. Dude, I think, I think he's people done. missing something is not stopping New Japan no. from fucking pushing people, dude. No, it's, and, it's David, and the thing. The thing, the thing that we, the thing that we think he is missing, I think, is part of his character, like the cold school, like ultra yeah. cool thing that's such a part of Japanese pop culture. 
There's a reason he's not breaking out. No, it's David Finley. David Finley's winning this year. I'm, he did I win his block. As a matter of fact, it could. Yeah, I think that's actually the. That might be the safe bet. So I mean, Dave Finley you, you is he officially about, the leader of the new? Is he officially the new leader of Bullet Club now? I believe so. Yeah. So talk about guys who are missing something getting a push, man. No, give me a fucking break. I don't agree because here's <clears> the th- here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's always like a period of growth whenever they start pushing somebody in New Japan. It's always been that way, and some people don't buy into him. I remember when Jay White first came around and people didn't buy into him. Remember when he was going straight to have a match with Tanahashi yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom? People didn't care about him. People didn't like him. People thought he, were like, "Who's this guy?" There was just like this period of growth that you have to go through. When a little you're... different because yeah, but we've seen David Finley a whole bunch. yeah. I was gonna say that it's different. Like Jay White was more or less like. A fresh, you know, freshly uh, minted, you know, person who was, you know, went through the dojo and whatnot. Yeah. Finley's been around for. He was part of that class with Jay White, wasn't he? Um, yeah, they were part of the same class. And and look, David Finley is good. He is <laughs> yeah. good. No, he is good. He is good. Give him a chance to grow and 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 fill out this new role that he has. And like I like think of, I I think that he could absolutely be big time because. I remember his match with Hangman on Dynamite, and it was fucking awesome. Remember that shit? He also looks like the guy with his shirt off in front of the tire store asking you if you have a cigarette. That's what Bullet Club's all about. I don't <laughs> his, know. His NBA experience. And he's a he's a yeah. I mean, he's a second generation guy. Um. Yeah, but I mean, well, the I think... industry is littered with second generation guys that you know didn't have what their old man or their grandpa had. Well, even I then, so. I mean, like, I, like I. I is he better than like his dad? I, I don't know about that, but like even his dad, right, was never like someone who was like you know the big focal point of like anything anywhere he was, right? I mean, he was good; he was a good worker and whatnot. I think David's the same way, but I mean, is he like leader of the Bullet Club, leader of you know Western expansion of New Japan or whatever yeah. material? You know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure, and like I think that's. And it's kind of one of the things that, like, I think a lot of uh, wrestling is just sort of suffering from is that there's a lot. Of, I mean, like, as far as like just the raw talent, like, probably wrestling across the board is better than maybe ever. Um, it's just that you know, yeah. there's just some intangibles that are missing from these people. And like, you know, we we were talking before the show, like, Aaron Hanare beat Shingo in round one, we're and fuck- like, we're fucking up by not watching these first rounds because it looks like they're trying some new shit. Like this looks really like the first. I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I I know like I'll I'm looking I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at Twitter. Right? I'm looking at the New Japan Twitter because I was gonna look at the brackets where they are. Sure. And they're just posting these clips and they're doing some fucking cool shit. Even Chase oh, Owens okay. is doing some cool shit. Like I, this, I mean, Chase Owens to me is as good as David. No, Finley. David Finley's That's definitely better than Chase Owens, but they're still they're having ball, like it's a f- ballpark though, dude. This fucking new kind of fucking DDT that Sonata did to fucking Kenta? That looks insane. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That does look pretty cool. That looks sick. And fucking Chase Owens doing an elbow drop to Naito's teddy bear. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like it was, like, really good shit. Like, yeah, watch it. It looks like a big show, too. Like, they treated it like a big show. So That's... That would have been second round. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Both Um, of those were... But yeah, I, I I don't know. I I don't think I don't agree with you on David Finley. I think you got to let him come into his own. Um, 
I mean, look, if they can, if they can, if they can book it right, and that can be like the story, and he breaks out, then he breaks out and proves us wrong. That's and what the, that's the, that's literally what the New Japan Cup is for. It's always been a breakout tournament. It's not for. I mean, Okada, Okada won it a couple of years ago. He has, I mean, he has won it. A, he has it? won it, but like it is the breakout tournament. It is. It's 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 traditionally. It's the breakout wrestler tournament. Look at the winners. I would say that, but like, I mean, ZSJ won last year and there was all that hype for yeah. it. Yeah. And he yeah. kind of just went back and he to the won same. It before. Yeah. And but he yeah, kind of he... like fell back down, in my opinion. And yeah, he's TV champion, but like, it feels yeah. like kind of just like. It took a while for him to get that. And it I was did wrong, take by a the while. way, man. I had some gaps in my memory. So ZSJ won in 2018. And then. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was thinking two years in a row. So like, because remember, Evil won it in 2020 yeah. during COVID. It, it's always that, been but... the breakout tournament. That's what it's always been. It's never been. I don't know different. if that was so much a breakout rather than they, it was a tool for them to to get a guy over that probably wouldn't have gotten yeah. over. That, that's a break. That, that's yeah, that's okay. that maybe. Maybe breakout's a strong word, but that's what it's for. It's for like an up and coming guy to fucking become established. That's exact. It's tailor made for that. That's literally what it's always been. Even when Okada won it the first time, that's what it was for. It was for, it was that for I him. Think, I think the issue I have is like normally when I think breakout, I think of someone who kind of like stays at that level and like definitely from the match quality perspective, a lot of the recent winners have stayed there. But I don't think. It feels like there's something that has like been missing outside of like Osprey when he won because he immediately yeah. won the title right afterwards. E- yeah, and even that if they was don't... the ones, and, and it's I guess same with Evil too. E- well, it's it's a breakout. It's like it's it's trying to establish them and make start making you see them on like a higher level. Like Finley will probably win. He'll probably wrestle Okada and he'll lose, and then but he'll still be like a guy that could wrestle Okada. Like now he's official because right now he's not. And that's what this whole fucking tournament's always been for. It's been like that since day one. That's what it was for Evil. That's what it was for ZSJ. Uh, he's a, he's a contender, and ZSJ's had like what two or three title matches since then. And now ZSJ is like he's got his own uh, stable. Well, one now of them was stuff. because he won the cup again last year, though. Yeah, so. it was still still being a guy that you could see that uh, challenge for a title. That's a that's a thing, and like. You don't need somebody like Sonata to win this right now. You don't need somebody like that. You need somebody like David Finley. If that if, if they're trying to replace or fill the shoes of Jay White, David Finley is the way to go. And we're gonna watch it. And I guarantee you, I would be. I'd bet money that by the. I'd bet money uh, that by the end of this tournament, like people will see David Finley different. And you're really on this gambling thing. I'm just you saying. Can't move on from it. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just like. Yeah, trying to put over. I mean, like, say Aaron Hanari is not going to win it, even if they have him advance. You know, it's it's it's, but he's he's going to have a good showing probably. And like, I know y'all hate him too, but who else is on this fucking thing? I mean, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be Dick Togo. You know, he's not on. He's not, <laughs> he, he is on. He is in the. He was in the cup. I'm looking at. Uh, he's usually there to eat a pin. Yeah. He's, he's usually not, in the I don't, I don't see him on the cup. Who is? Why, oh, are these just? Is he part of the tag matches? He was, that yeah, that yeah. He was, okay. he was taking all the pins in the in the oh, tag yeah. matches. Yeah. Oh, they got Leo yeah. Rush out there, was, there now too, and he just, he didn't even put him in the tournament, which is wild. Well, I mean, they don't all, often put juniors in the tournament. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. That needs um, to go too. They got Shona Umino though. I mean, I figured he would be in the juniors, not here. Davey's been uh, really negative on wrestling know. lately. I think that if you have really want to, am I just not liking what I'm seeing? Well, maybe you should watch. I would, did you have you been watching the New Japan? Yeah, Cup? I mean, I'm commenting on the things that I have seen, and has I don't even think David Finley's had a match yet, has he? 
Uh, yeah, he had. Yo, yo, yeah, because he went over Ishi. That was your. That was the big that's thing. Right, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's the real reason you don't like him is that he took out your boy. Well, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, we knew what. What was the, sorry? What was I bet that that match could that match could have been really good. That's a real good oh, test yeah, for him I, too. I, no, yeah, I believe. I mean, Ishi has good matches with with guys with any talent. Listen, I like David Finley. I think he's good. I just I'm just with Doc when you talk about the face of Western expansion and the guy who's arguing with the you know the cashier at Walgreens. You know what I mean? That's I just don't know. He doesn't know feel he's relatable. And listen, he got big heat on that battle. Yeah, so he, got, he got big like, heat by saying stuff like "fuck California," like cheap yeah. heat, but it worked. It worked, but, but it wasn't like oh my you were, god, like you were, the, this guy. Also, like it also looks like they're doing a story where he's not being accepted by the Bullet Club yet. <laughs> I'm looking at this right now, like. I'm looking at this clip, and number one, he changed his look. Okay, he's dyed his hair black. He looks bigger. He's got different gear. He's tagging with El Phantasma right here, and El Phantasma seems reluctant to do to do what he says. I will like, say it's a little, it's okay. a little weird that like Finley was like 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 that big angle last year when like Juice joined, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was Finley's partner, and then like they broke up and betrayed him. But now like Finley's just there leading the show now, and like Juice is. He's in AEW, but he's still in Bullet Club. Yeah, according to you know his recent appearance on Dynamite. So, look, this this whole thing may be an angle like that. He's the yeah. self appointed leader of Bullet Club, and it doesn't go over with the rest of the Bullet Club. It may yeah. end up being a really cool story. But like, if you if is, you're saying which is what if you're saying which is what you need to develop somebody, right? Yeah, but at the end of the day, when he in the in the storyline I'm proposing, he doesn't end up being the leader of the Bullet Club because they don't accept him. So I'm just saying, but if you're going to say David Finley as the leader of the Bullet Club, full stop. No, don't do that. You know what? You know he's could, not he he's not there yet. And you know what? You can do this storyline where he doesn't quite you know make the grade or whatever, and you, he comes back later to do it, but not right now. You know who I've been saying? So I've been saying this whole time that like like El Fantasma is kind of the one that's coming up, and he's like the next Kenny Omega or whatever kind of guy, and like he's not there yet either. But he's not there even less than Finley. This could be something that they build like to help. ELP in the long run too. Maybe he'll end up being the leader of the Bullet Club when this is said and done after he becomes more established. I could see that. I could absolutely see yeah. that too. At the same time, uh, you know, maybe don't have ELP lose in the first round. Yeah, but it could. Uh, we got to watch. I got to watch. Maybe there's some context, and um, I, I definitely need to catch up myself. So yeah, we'll watch and report back. But I mean, I think with ELP, you know, just speaking in traditional terms, if he put on a little size, a la just even like Will Ospreay mm-hmm. did, I think that, you know, he would be a way better. He, pick he already he looks has. bigger. He already looks yeah. bigger in this clip. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to okay. share yeah, it with so you guys. I'll put it in, I'll put it in the Twitch chat so you can see it. Look at this. Clip. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got it pulled up on New Japan world. Right okay. Here, so I can actually, I peek in on the match, but um, yeah, if he's doing that, I mean, that's who I would put there. I mean, he's. I think he. Yeah. Like the thing I like with ELP uh, more too is I think it's just a flavor to him that I think works better. He does. As well. He does look like he's he got has, a little bit more size. Yeah, he has that it factor that people are looking for. Like, let's watch it together because, and and I know it'll 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 come through on the on the um 
on the broadcast because I know that you guys can't see where we're looking you know, at. You know who ELP kind of looks like? He kind of looks like the third Paul brother. <laughs> Which is <laughs> really good, I guess. That's kind of his character, too. Yeah. He's, right. he's put on some size, but he's also put on a little bit of uh, just size the way you get it from eating fucking soft pretzels <laughs> and cheese, brother. Like He I'm, looks like he's in good shape. What of, are you talking about? I'm just saying the type of he doesn't look like he's as fit as he was before. He's Dude, Finley, David Finley. No, 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 no. I'm oh, about ELP. ELP. Yeah, he's probably been yeah. bulking up. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. So. Okay. Oh, anyway, so we're, 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 we want to watch this clip or no? Yeah. I want to. Okay. All right. All right. Three. You're gonna put it on the actual stream. I can't put it on the stream because I don't have it set up to do that. But we'll just tell you to watch this and you'll hear it. You'll. Where Where did you post it in the general? It's, it's, it, in the in the in the right. in the uh, Monster Pop chat. Okay. Hold on. On Twitch. And we'll say on Twitch, yeah. And we'll say three, two, one, and we'll, we'll watch this. Right. Uh, I didn't see. I don't see it in the Monster Pop Shack, brother. On Twitch. On Twitch. On Twitch. My bad. My bad. You did say that. Okay. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Sorry. Okay. Wait. This is in Japanese. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. It's, can't really hear anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you got, you know, the bit, like, Finley gives him kind of a mean tag. Yeah, let's watch, let's watch, yeah. Okay, so now we got ELP going to the top. He's getting some shit, he's going for the super back rake, and Finley suplexes him so he can't get it in, and ELP is left hanging. And he looks pissed. And now he's going, now he's going for the two sweet, and ELP is like, fuck that. And it, I don't know, man. ELP does look a lot bigger. He looks bigger, he really does. Who are they up against? Just some young lions, or? Yeah, it looks like young lions. Right. Well, you know, EOP's look is good. Yeah. Like, it's good overall. Like, he could stand up, shoot a couple doses of Winstraw on his ass, I guess. He's not a junior anymore. So, already, yeah. so. But, oh, they're wrestling ZSJ and a young. Oh, yeah, that's. Is that. Um... Oh, is the guy who's in his group? That's is it right. Renarita? Yeah, I think so. They have Renarita's in his group. They haven't shown his face. I literally can't tell. They haven't. Those kicks in Finland are rough, though. Hey, just going, though. going to show you the all the camera work is is focused 100% on Finley and El Fantasma telling yeah. the story. And he just slapped yeah. him, too. EOP just slapped yeah. him. So, but like a get in the ring kind of slap. That they, we, we can't even see his opponent. They haven't even shown his opponent's face yeah. in the for over a minute. So. This is honestly awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's interesting because, like, I mean, I think in American wrestling, there's too much, I guess, respect for like the other competitor to like just kind of ignore the other team the way that they're doing here. Yeah, um, but I kind of like it. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah like it's a, it's like, a, it's a, I don't know if it's a squash match, but like, you know, it's it's much more focused on these guys than it is anything else. They're taking turns slapping each other. I'll give you this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Finley, I, I'm Finley, calling it right Finley, now. This is Finley all. Does to, look a lot this is all to build EL, ELP. I'm calling it. All right. Joey's call is on the yeah. on the books. This is like Babe Ruth calling his shot. ELP, I just wish this is, you know. This is calling it like you know, listen the same level of hype we have for like Ishi and whatnot, and actually like him him making it or anything like that. Like I said, the the Ninja Bank Cup has and always will be the fucking tournament to help somebody get over. It's always been that way. Like Okada in 2019. Like maybe not Okada in 2019. Maybe that's the exception. But like like it's 
That's maybe they did that out of necessity that year or something like that. But when Okada won it the first time, they decided to not. Well, they needed, I think he ended up. I think he ended up going on to beat Jay White to end Jay White's first title reign. I think. Uh, yeah, uh, after so that. that was the kind of thing Okada needed for his career. <laughs> he might have. He might have needed it at that moment because wasn't he doing the <laughs> wasn't he doing the weird red hair like thing and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Oh, listen, uh, Finley looks better. Yeah, and the ELP looks better. Yeah, and that, that bodes well, you know, for for Bullet Club right now. Um, losing Jay White and and kind of having like a, you know, th- the directional issues that we've seen with Bullet Club the last few years. But and listen, they played the fucking stinger on Dynamite last week, and like you said, it was fucking juice, and you felt a little disappointed. Who would you have wanted it to be right there, Joey? So okay, uh, literally. Well, honestly. God. I don't know. So, Bullet, so everyone listening, like Bullet Club theme hits on Dynamite. This was awesome. Yeah, Ricky Starks I, is I, there. I, I, I He's like, the lead, I don't know what's so, next for me. I don't want to bury the lead here because so uh, so Ricky Starks is yeah. He's cutting the promo, and it was like, dude, it reminded me of like like '90s wrestling, and I was pumped. Like I, I dude, fucking did, felt, it? It I felt, did, dude, it did. I felt the excitement. I was like, oh my god, holy shit. Like, like I felt it. Like I felt it. Like he he got interrupted, and it played the fucking like they knew, dude. It had the fucking logo. People fucking pop big for it. It played the fucking um the actual Bullet Club theme, not fucking Juice Robinson shitty theme, and like or version of it. And like I was like, oh my god, it felt so badass. And then it was Juice. And it's not that I don't like Juice. I think Juice is awesome. I was yeah. just hoping it would be. It could have been like Jay White. <laughs> it would be awesome. It could have been anyone. To me, felt like that had to be what they're teasing. Yeah, and I, and like I mean, I, we don't know where he's going right now. Currently. Yeah, or if he's in kayfabe in or out of the Bullet Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because he'd never have that like exit or anything, unless like I guess, like, I guess you guess Finley's part of it now. I guess maybe you could count yeah. that, but that's a little weird. Um, guy coming in takes you out and joins. That's a little strange, but uh, I feel like I mean I don't I don't know that he's gonna have an extended feud with Juice. I don't know. They haven't really used Juice for anything other than like kind of just, you know, the occasional like singles yeah. match and like never for like a prolonged feud um, in AEW yet. So like we'll see if this is his breakout AEW feud or is it weird that I Jay White? Is it weird? I still I really like Juice, but I still don't buy him as a Bullet Club guy. Is that weird? Like he just—he um, feels like a guy they made. They put in Bullet Club out of almost necessity, or just to try something, and like it still doesn't like quite hit for me yet. He's still kind of silly. I would have like if it was Kinta, I think it would have been better. Or like God, who else in the Bullet Club would have been really exciting? Just besides Jay Wyatt or like Kinta or something. I mean, Ishimori would have come out there and looked a lot smaller than Ricky Starks. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess right. that would have been cool. Yeah, I guess cool just that would have been cool to see him and see the match. Would, yeah, the match would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, like maybe this is a, a Bullet Club feud. I don't know. Like maybe well, they'll bring in it, some guys from Japan. Maybe they'll. They, they still have all out between now and I guess they're doing Forbidden Door again. Like I, yeah, we got they, 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 of that. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he they said that it's going to okay. be a yearly show. Okay. So I I, I think I think like um uh, I don't know if it if it didn't hit. I mean, Juice Robinson's cool. But when that when that fucking music hit, dude, it felt like fucking nineties, like top tier wrestling. Like exciting. I'm with you because it, yeah, because yeah. it was like okay, this is the beginning of a new angle you didn't see yeah. coming. It and was unpredictable. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was cool. Bullet Club is still kind of cool, and uh, at least to American uh, to American fans and stuff like that. Um, people want it to be cool at least, and it was the best part of Dynamite, I think. Like yeah, all, and, was, and Ricky Stark and the fact that it was Ricky Starks. Yeah, you can't say enough about oh, that because dude, Ricky Starks. I think it was a perfect guy to do. I think that was yeah, a perfect guy to do it with. Yeah, yeah. A, a baby face like Ricky Starks fighting. Uh, fighting from underneath it's so much better than fighting through jas you know and like it reminds mm-hmm. me of like okada fighting through bullet club you know in the when when aj styles was the leader and stuff like that yeah. like it's the exact same kind of feeling and man this could fucking catapult ricky starks big time like this and is exactly really what this have, guy needs he didn't really have any established association with bullet club either yeah. which is why like it just it felt cool Oof, and, and God, new. it felt yeah. fresh that was the, it, by like far said, the best part was, of Dynamite. Until it was Juice. <laughs> no, I mean, no. It's <laughs> who are you? Who are you hoping for, Davey? I don't know. I yeah. I I didn't have time to really hope for anybody right there. You know, before Fair it came enough. out, I was, it was just, just awesome, I, right? Yeah, that was the just Bullet cool, Club. Yeah. The Bullet Club name. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, Jay White would have been who I would have been hoping for. Yeah. But anyway, well, we've got. 30, sorry, 49 minutes to talk about the pay-per-view before I can. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess I I was going to say it takes us into the opener for Ricky Starks being Jericho, but I guess there was technically the zero-hour match, which I know you saw. Yeah, Uh, it was, yeah. So that was a six-man tag match. You had Mark Briscoe with the Lucha Brothers, and they were up against uh, Arya Davari and the varsity Mm -hmm. athletes of Josh Woods and Tony Nese. So how was this? Can I say one thing about? Can I say one thing about the uh, New Japan Cup before we move on really quick? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, If you're if you're interested in watching the New Japan New Japan Cup, I would suggest that the thing that's going to be the most worth watching is probably going to be the story between uh, Bullet Club and David Finley and El Phantasmo. Watch the tag matches because usually I'll Just skip those ones. Oft, I'll often, well, I'll often skip the tag matches, but this sounds like a story that will develop a lot in those tag matches. And this, this well, might, just, they might be worth watching. Yeah. I just now saw EOP get eliminated by Naito, have that match yeah. on over in the left, and he got him with a pinning combination. And Naito rolls out and sells that he's fucking hurting bad and Dude, starts they're... mocking. Starts mocking, he starts mocking the yeah. ELP little, yeah. little weird crotch chop thing that he does. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe. I mean, Naito's selling hard for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. Right, I saw right. the opener, and it was really good. Like, it's, you know, I put it in about the middle of the pack of um, the shows uh, from the pay-per-view or from the show from Revolution at large. And Mark Briscoe was super over with the West Coast crowd. And we haven't really gotten to see him on his home turf since his brother died. And by that, I mean like the traditional Ring of Honor areas like the Baltimore, Philly, New York. Yeah, New York. I think that's going to be, yeah, I think that's going to be fucking huge when he's, uh, when he's back and, and like Baltimore or Philly or something. But man, the crowd loves him. And that guy doesn't fuck up. Like, Mark Briscoe no. does not fuck up. Like, he's so good, man. All this shit looks good. His redneck kung fu never looked better. I swear to God, he's watching actual kung fu movies, dude. Some, <laughs> of, the shit he, some of the shit he was doing was fucking great. <clears throat> he's special. Um, he's a special talent. Well, sure. and I think what, what helps, too, is, like, he's really good, but, like, his stuff is different. It's unique. Yeah. Um, man, and he did... And, you know, we're, we're going forward a little bit. The Dynamite last night, but he... He handled that little bit of business. You know, he cut a promo, or sorry, on a rampage last night. He cut a um, 
he cut a promo in the ring to announce the uh, <laughs> future of the Ring of Honor tag tournaments. You guys are laughing at my turn. Yeah, they're, they're la- laughing at chat. <laughs> All you guys do is watch Wes, is, <laughs> Wes is ribbing us. <clears throat> We're just talking about Nuge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he yeah, made the announcement um, on ROH TV. Yeah, after watching oh, yeah, that, ROH, after yeah. watching and, that and stuff, he, though, they, I'm he really did excited. it on, on, on Rampage last night, too. Oh, yeah, um, it was on Rampage. Yeah, the... I didn't see it on uh, the Ring of Honor stuff. But it's, it's, Ring of Honor, I think the the program they're setting up is him and Joe for the TV title. Okay. Um, so yeah. it seems like he's doing the singles thing, <laughs> relinquishing the tag belts, uh, which they've got. Uh, how many people are going to be in that match? I you know he did. He mentioned that I can't remember how many teams are going to do it. Obviously, the first entrance is uh, the Lucha Bros. And we brought them out, but uh, I don't know. I oh, mean, it's I, gonna... I'm pretty sure Matt Taven and uh, and and Mike Bennett are. Are in it as well. Okay, they're not so, they, enough, but they seem, been, they seem like a logical choice. They've been they've been saving them for ROH, but they should have been on AWTV a long time ago. Yeah, those guys are good. But uh, anyway, just just my point where he had to go out there and and cut a promo that really wasn't a promo. It was really just like you know an announcement and doing a little bit of business. And man, he he handled that very well. He's just great. And, you know, he's the type of guy that would say funny stuff and kind of goofy stuff in the background mm-hmm. of his brother's pr- promo. So it's a transition to being like the guy who now has to look in the camera, but not that he never did that before. But to like, you know, handle business like that, man, it's, it's just really impressive. And he's really good. Yeah. And they're so lucky Tony that they're Kappen able to get him on just TV his go to and... announcement guy. Like anytime we get like Tony Khan okay just with that, be... But yeah, I, I mean, I just. I'm hard for us to go announce. <laughs> I guess they're gonna have him be Joe, and that would be great. Where is uh, where it's in? Okay, it's also a West Coast show. It's in uh, it's in L.A. So I'm talking about Supercard of Honor. So he's living out on the West Coast now. Yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff over there, I guess. But <clears throat> I can't wait to see him go back on the East Coast over him. Like you said, that's a the match was entertaining, and it's it's free on YouTube. It's there. Go check it out. Yeah. Well. And then it takes us to the pay-per-view itself. Uh, obviously, why Ricky Starks is free for the Bullet Club feud is he beat Jericho. Thank God we're uh, moving on from that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is kind of one of those things where I, I, this one, particularly to me, highlights kind of like there's like the weird issues with the way they build stuff in AEW, at least lately. And it's like this one went too long, like way too long because it started, you know, a few weeks ago and it had to, you know, have the pay-per-view payoff, right? Because you got to have got to have Jericho on the pay-per-view. Uh, you want to have Ricky Starks because, you know, he's, you know, kind of breaking out and whatnot. And this, I, I, the match itself was good, but, yeah. like, it, you know, it didn't necessarily stand out as being spectacularly better than what's on TV weekly. And I think that was kind of an issue this pay-per-view had in general. Uh, there was still some really great stuff on it, but I think a lot of it didn't necessarily, like, exceed like what you would exceed what you would see on a dynamite on average i also don't think that you needed i don't i don't think it needed to be that fucking crazy high profile it needed to it's it, it felt like a stepping stone for ricky starks obviously like he's like you said he's being <laughs> built as a big established baby face and this is his new japan cup i guess <laughs> for the yeah, I mean, he's already had a title He's had he's had a title shot already but That's true. you know my, my my thing with with his baby face run is he dropped a whole lot of the swagger that people liked from his heel run that I think yeah. should have just transitioned right into his babyface stuff. He seems to have gotten a little bit of that back, 
He's coming yeah. to the ring wearing a shirt now, which he, is such a little thing, but I think it's better <laughs> than just coming out, like looking like, you know, a young boy ready for a match and walking mm-hmm. you know, arms to your side. Like, yeah, that was really weird. He actually, I think, really struggled with the baby face transition. I think he's finally starting to get it. Yeah. And this, and like we said, we're, he's, uh, he's going to be feuding with the Bullet Club going forward, it looks like, which is exciting. Perfect guy for yeah. it. I think so yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, we then had Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Christian Cage in the final burial, a coffin match where the coffin also had to be buried as well, which turns out it was just this drop door. Yeah, they didn't, even, <laughs> they didn't even bury him. He didn't put the dirt on there. As soon as it's got a, a an, an automatic switch, like which was pretty hilarious, just the way it just yeah. <laughs> You just installed a refrigerator switch, you know, like when your light go- comes on and off when you open and close the fridge. When you close it, it just falls through and goes back. But I, I, I want to th- highlight this a little bit because this to me is a microcosm of of AEW of late. This match was good. Yeah, they had so much. This is obviously. I thought this match. The match was really good. The fact that it was a coffin match is a total give up. And it just kind of plays like somebody who's a wrestling fan booked it. The connotation, ah. the only connotation I could come up with, and I know I mentioned this when we were watching, was the fact that they've mentioned they brought the Luke Perry thing into it. Yeah, well, well he said... Well, father. So when you have this coffin match... No, that's not all. That's but, the only connotation that I could think. The only, it's just yeah. Otherwise, I think you're just... It's coming off really marky. Like, remember the coffin yeah, match between Undertaker and Stone Cold? Well, it did, it didn't need to be a coffin match, but I think yeah. the idea the idea is the connotation is his dad, but it's not like it's not as subtle as you're saying. Like in those recent um, Christian promos, he said that he was gonna bury um, he's gonna he's gonna bury Jungle Boy next to his dad, and so they made well, and, it about that. Well, and two, like they've kind of like I mean they've had that whole thing where like. Christian's like, oh, he wants me to be his new dad and, like, all that stuff. Like, it's, yeah. like, and you could tell, like, when he was, like, you know, because he hesitated before he closed the coffin uh, to, like, end it, right? It was kind of, like, you know, acting like, you know, he's burying his second father, right? You know, who, yeah, turned on him and become a, you know, tried to kill him, too. But, you know, yeah. it's, I, I, don't I think, think it's, that's kind of what yeah. it's going I, I don't it was. Think it was I don't think it's Stone Cold and Undertaker had a bird alive match one time. I don't think it's, like, I don't think it's as, I mean, as in some ways. I'd actually argue maybe it had like more storyline <laughs> significance than like the Stone Cold for, because Undertaker's yeah. just like oh well, he's he's an Undertaker he's right e- there wasn't yeah, any real I don't know it doesn't man. get any, any more significant than that. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I also think like I, I also think that the match like excitement for it suffered because not I don't think the the build was necessarily bad and in fact the build was pretty good if you well, the think build about, was put on hold well exactly it was put on hold because of the injury so that's probably why it suffered is because of the injury um but like if they did it like right after or if that had been the match that it, it was originally supposed to be at the last pay per view right when I can wrestled, see that when he, yeah it was originally supposed to be there and like we didn't get it there so but like, we got well, arguably a better match than even this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, match? that's fair. Yeah, yeah, the cage match was really good. The cage match was really good. And I, like I said, I think it suffered because of that. And maybe maybe uh, Christian wasn't 100%, but he was able to work the match or something. It's possible. he want, Maybe he wanted to do the, well, I think based the favors. On... He wanted to do the favors for Jungle Boy, maybe. 
Well, and based on like kind of just the timing of this, I think it was kind of like he had just probably gotten cleared a few weeks ago, and then that's when they started like the yeah. build, like kind of last minute to like let's get it on the pay per view because you know we've spent yeah. so much time on yeah. this. Yeah, he wants was, they they want Jungle Boy to move on. They're ready for Jungle Boy to yeah. move on, and yeah, and yeah, him, and in him like he needed to get that win, and that's what that's the the purpose it served. It, it, it suffered because of the. The break, but at least we got it, oh, and, and yeah, it wasn't it, felt it wasn't really, bad. Yeah, it felt yeah. rushed, and it, yeah. I mean, yeah, the build was there, but yeah. man, considering how big the angle was when it happened, it's a shame yeah. that it got rushed yeah. like this. Because I mean, Christian, I think it, did a good job on the on the mic, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in that in that go home segment on Dynamite the week yeah. before. And it would but have been more of a shame. To, I'm sorry, go they ahead. cut to that cinematic of of. Um, Jungle Boy out of grave, and it pans up. It's like here lies Christian Cage. I mean, you couldn't have been less creative than that. Like, you couldn't have like, you couldn't have. Like, that's the biggest give up. Like, you didn't, they didn't try. You know what I mean? So it didn't send this match that should have been huge, considering how big that angle was and how much time they spent on it. Didn't give it any momentum going into the actual what I guess is like the blow off match for it, and that was a shame. But I did like the match. I just the fact that it was a coffin match kind of didn't add a fucking thing for me I, and i get like what you're saying yeah like, yeah it would have been you know, it, seemed marky to me but also like they couldn't just do a match right because it's been like a big feud like like that's they were kind of stuck right they had the texas death match on the show they had a big gimmick match in the iron man match they had like they had they had a ton of these already on yeah. the show you can't just be like oh another no dq match and this whole show would have been no dq matches and like they they, they they probably wanted it to be special. They probably wanted it to stand out, and they probably wanted it to be a blow off match. So they went with something. They just went with this idea, and I don't think I don't. I Wait, won't, isn't I don't it wanna... a no DQ match? It was it was I, technically no, but like I, not. I guess so. No, yeah, but it had. A, but the gimmick was to get some to get him buried, right? Yeah, because you had buried. like the, you had the concertos and whatnot. Yeah. Which I don't. How this whole feud that's started? True. That's true, and so I don't mind it. It, it it wasn't it wasn't bad. I, I think I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought the match itself was yeah. as good as you could have hoped for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's all you need. You need it's time for Jungle Boy to move on. He got his win yeah. finally on Christian. He got his revenge. Time to move on. You know. What as an aside, what what's gone down with Luchasaurus since that cage match? Have we even seen him? Uh, he's sitting next to Miro no. on, in catering. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they, I yeah, we'll they're going to do with him. They'll probably just keep him on TV for a while, and he'll be back at some point. Yeah, they'll bring him back. And I mean, it was like an appropriate spot. match to like send him off with for a while. But mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of wonder like what's what's next. What can they do with that guy? Jesus, just BK. I mean, have have him, yeah, have him come out as a, a baby face, and you know, for kids. <laughs> for Which real. feels like a, that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird for like, kids. If you're gonna have him stay in that gimmick, I mean, you bring him out as a baby face for kids that kids like. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good look. It's just, I don't know. It's like it's it's weird because like I mean, I thought he was definitely hitting some strides with that heel character that he wasn't hitting before. So I don't yeah. know. He's a were dinosaur. A were dinosaur. <laughs> a were dinosaur. Okay. All right. What's next? We had the House of Black versus the Elite uh, for the six man or uh, the AEW Trios Championship. Um, this match ruled. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I think I know Davey missed like the first bit of it, but like they start with like Kenny and um, Bonnie Matthews, who have like a really similar style, and they they work. Did, like, did I miss the first bit of this match? I yeah, think you, you did. did. Yeah. Yeah. So you missed oh. all the Kenny and Buddy stuff, which was really good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I did miss the first little opening bit with with those yeah. guys. Yeah. I remember. Not I saw being, the Bucks. Stuff. 
I remember not being that pumped about it when we were watching it. Like I thought it was good, but man, I went back and watched it, and this match was fucking killer. It was so good. You had uh, was it the spot right before the ending where like Kenny like kicks Julia Hart by accident, and then he's just like, eh. like yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be like as this, you, you do, know, kind of like, as you do. <laughs> like yeah, I've done worse. <laughs> my t- my takeaway from this is that maybe I should have gone back to watch it. And, and and I want to, I guess now is as good a time as ever to bring up my point about these watch parties that we do. But my takeaway from this live was it was good, but I didn't think it was better than a lot of shit we've gotten on TV, which, you know, they set a high bar for TV. So you're going to get that sometimes. They do. Yeah. yeah, they have great matches like this all the time. Yeah. But I thought the Bucks were really, man, this fucking thing. Like all the criticisms I've had of them just kind of, you know, not, I don't know, just not being deserving of the all the credit that they get aside from like the mark stuff that they do and the spamming that they do of moves i thought this was a bad showing for them i i don't agree with that i thought they were great okay and and, I think, and let me let me I yeah, go, say, ahead, go ahead saying nothing that the bucks did really stood out to me in this match i think that's fair I thought yeah. I, th- I I disagree because they did stuff where they you went like, back and watched it. Yeah, I, I yeah okay. I did, I did go back and watch it, and it was yeah I think they did, especially like whenever they dealt with Brody King. Like, oh yeah, you know, that's true. I I some of like really their their shit. character stuff I actually yeah, quite like, and that's and that to me I oh, I love I love that stuff, and I thought it was yeah I didn't I don't I didn't see that I didn't feel that way at all. I thought it was great. I guess I I felt like when I thought Kenny was carrying the match on their side, but we also mentioned live that. We're like, buddy. Oh yeah, Buddy Matthews is in this match. Like we for yeah, we, we all agree. But yeah, we always just fucking forget about him. I still forget about him. Yeah, even during the match. So my point about these watch parties is sometimes when we do, the, when we have these watch parties, if the match isn't a complete fucking mind blower, sometimes we get distracted because we're we making goof jokes. Off, yeah, we goof off. We're fucking hitting fucking that's why i have to go back and copy, watch yeah you're hitting people's switch with copy pastas and hey, stuff babe, and, hey, I, and i wonder if i and listen <laughs> it's a lot of fucking fun when we do those yeah but maybe not the ideal way to really appreciate the matches <laughs> so maybe next time i'll propose this i'm not saying let's stop doing watch parties and then we'll just do it as individual homeworks no watch parties are fun maybe we'll save all of our let's try to keep our commentary match specific and our jokes match specific you mean just, just you mean just like not goof, not goof off usually and pull up videos and memes it. and stupid shit like that yeah yeah, yeah not honestly about, honestly you know, usually, whatever he's right usually we are are good about that because we always we've been watching wrestling together for a long time in the discord but like i think what's different about this time is that there was no hype there's not enough hype from build-up so we were very yeah. easily distracted. We weren't like, oh, I can't wait to see this fucking match. And like, so yeah. we were just like, uh, you know, ADD took over right there. And then we were also, you know, there's also other shit going on. But I also I think, I don't, to be I don't fair, think that, that's a that's a rare half thing to happen was where we just hardly pay attention. <laughs> well, I will no, say, to be fair, I think that it's something that people have. Um, like the modal people watching these pay-per-views in groups are probably goofing off and stuff like that anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, that's how you should watch wrestling is with your buds and. And, and and laughing and, and making jokes and stuff like that's how you should watch wrestling it's just that there was other stuff that we were goofing with too and maybe I just think that sometimes when I watch it by myself I would never say you give 100% attention to something yeah um, but maybe I'm watching at like 95% and when we're doing the group chat maybe I'm watching at like 80% maybe this sure. time was a little bit lower but I mean in general on it and I think anybody that watches stuff with their 
with their boys can maybe identify with this, but I don't know. Let's just let's just see what it's like next time. Maybe we'll just keep it a little bit more specific, and we'll uh, we'll, 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 we'll endeavor just, to do better. All right, we'll just it's, yeah. it's not it's not that serious. We just have, <laughs> we just gotta behave next time. I mean, we can be yeah, be our yeah, normal yeah. selves, but like. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not, yeah. not mess anything outside. Timely things. May, to take yeah. care of maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not make. <laughs> maybe not mess with anything that's outside of the actual pay per view or what have you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's weird because I know we watched Wrestle Kingdom apart. I think you guys did a watch party, and I watched it by myself. And I know I would have had a completely different experience if I watched it in the watch party. Wrestling is meant to be. Myself. Wrestling is not meant to be watched by yourself. It really isn't. I mean, well, you can. I mean, you can but like wrestling is meant to be shared a shared experience with other people. That's why it's in front of crowds. Yeah. That's the whole sure. point. So sure, sure. Yeah. But when you're when you're live, it's a lot different than David wants the clap only watch party. <laughs> David wants to chill. <laughs> David wants to chill on the couch, <laughs> yeah. just like fondling his pud to fucking yeah. fucking live Morgan. Clap, clap crowd. Oh, speaking of work, did you see the one thing that went viral where she was like at some basketball game? This is this guy talking to her, and she looks the most uninterested I've ever seen someone. Yeah, and... that's their PR. It's like a PR guy, I think, or something. So he's probably <laughs> talking to her about work, and she's just like, ugh. You sure it's, uh, we got this note from Vince. They need to be two inches shorter. Uh, <laughs> All and right. Vince's so... mustache. Speaking of news that we fucking. Blue oh, <laughs> well now he fits the part of a sex offender so he fits the hit, visual profile it is like a total porn stash no offense taste my sin who has a mustache do you still have a mustache i haven't seen him we'll minute. find out tomorrow hey we're gonna see him tomorrow oh, yeah, we're, gonna we're, see we're tomorrow, to yeah. Off. we got a send-off party oh. gonna, i haven't seen joe joey i haven't seen you since november dude it's, it's been a minute yeah you know what instantly slap your ass in the fucking cobra clutch my friend <laughs> we'll see about that <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, uh, with the Elite versus House Black, the House of Black wins. Uh, the trio titles. We were kind of excited about that. It was, you know, a bit of a surprising outcome, and it, you know, opens up the Elite for hopefully some other things. They are having sort of a rematch with them and the JAS next week in Canada. Um, that was set up on Dynamite this week. I think that's probably just like I don't think the Elite are winning back the titles. I think that's just for you know, fun Canadian wrestlers in a match. I didn't ex- yeah. I, I I didn't expect them to drop it so soon, but it's obvious. Like it, the, the House of Black needed something, and number yeah. two, it's time for them to move on. It, Kenny needs to be singles, and the whole fucking tree. I mean, even though the matches have been really good, the trios matches, it's been a huge waste of time for them. Like the fact that you think you think back that there was they didn't have the big uh, FTR versus Young Bucks tag match just so they can have the fucking trios championships. The whole fucking Trio's run has been fucking massive. Well, I, I think, the, I think the big issue with it has just been the whole like delay with it because of you know the all out stuff and that too. You know, oh, the backstage just... fight and the being suspended and whatnot. But yeah, so well, how long do be... they have the how long do they have the rights to the fucking Kansas song? <laughs> I don't know. That's probably how long this trio is going to last. Like, okay, we got it for six months. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, but hopefully this will be the blow. Hopefully this will be the last fucking time we got to hear that shit on TV, and this will be the blow off for uh, them as a trio for a while. I get why they did it to put well, these. Well, it's not over, because they're yeah. still they're still going to be involved some in some way because of Dynamite. Remember? No, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. This Dynamite match hopefully yeah. will be a blow off for them as a trio for a while because yeah, yeah, like get Kenny back in singles competition, dude. What the fuck? Like, 
it, it, God, it's he's sorely missed. Well, yeah, there's rumors. Sure. There's rumors swirling that Kenny Omega might go to WWE. His contract is coming up, and uh, yeah, I don't know what they're setting up. I I thought that they would move to Takeshita because they've been doing that stuff with Don Callis trying to recruit yeah. um, Takeshita. So I thought like maybe oh, we could get like yeah. a like a feud between him and uh, Kenny. That would be cool, but I'm not sure. If they're saying something about Kenny wanting to go to WWE. That's the rumor. I mean, I've, I've what I've heard is just that like he's open to it, based on contract negotiations. But I, I don't. I, I think people are kind of looking more into it than they uh, they need to. But I hope he doesn't go. I think that'd be a huge loss, both for like the quality matches that we're going to see out of him and uh, AEW as well. I think probably bigger, a bigger It'll deal than Cody. Dude, that would be a huge fucking blow. To yeah, I'm not saying they wouldn't survive or anything like that, but you can't. That would be you bad. Can't yeah, you can't downplay that, man. Because like, they need him injected in their single scene so bad right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, what? Okay. Oh, who? Let's, well, who's I, WWE's I, so, or or AEW's? single scene is bad. No, I just think they they need Kenny in there. They do need Kenny. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I don't think so. Not bad. It's just there's something missing. Yeah. Um. Next up, we had uh, the women's match three way for the title: Jamie Hader uh, versus Soraya versus Ruby Soho. Uh, we had asked Joey give it a, a, an amount of stars right before the match started. He said three. Meltzer apparently agreed. We all agreed afterwards. So you know, Nostradamus here in the chat. Um, perfectly serviceable match. Uh, I, it was a little bit better than I expected. Very short though, like only ten minutes. Uh, Jamie Hader retains. Uh, Ruby Soho turned heel, and you know, it's part of that uh, knockoff outsiders group. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the dissenter here. I thought this match was a fucking shame. I, I thought the fact that <laughs> you, you don't, and you don't have, and it was fine. It was fine, but as a match, but I mean, I, it's a shame because you've got the longest fucking layoff period between pay per views that they do, and you have yeah. Hader winning the title, and then this is what you have for a fucking trios match with. With someone, you know, Tony Storm, who you know they're not putting the title back on her, and she had it because... No, Tony wasn't at it. Tony was... Transitional. Soraya's manager. Sorry. You knew they weren't putting it on um, on Soraya. Um, yeah, I don't know why I got confused there. It probably... The match would have been better with Tony Storm in it, to be honest. Yeah. You, I guess you don't know that they're not going to put it on Soraya, but it, that would have pissed off I everyone. God, I hope they don't it do been, it. It would have been huge. I mean, you could have gotten huge heat from that, but... She's not good enough in the ring, I think, for this company to to be like their fighting champion, and they have a decent track record. I mean, you could argue about the TBS title that they're building somebody with that, but um, otherwise, I think they've got a really good track record with their major champions being good in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I mean, Britt Baker got got really good before they put the belt on her, really. Yeah. Um. Or she had she had that like crazy like almost overnight improvement, but uh, it didn't. So yeah, I, I don't think that would have been worth the heat you would have gotten to put that on her. The heel turn, whatever. But you're gonna have a fucking trios match. That's all you could have built with all that time for Jamie Hader, who's maybe the best woman in your company. You yeah. couldn't build a big fucking singles match for her. Yeah. That's a fucking shame, dude. You only have four pay per views a year, not counting yeah. not counting uh, Forbidden Door. 
So, dude, you got to make it fucking count. You can't just slap together some shit that would be on Battle of the Belts or something. Yeah, my yeah. guess is that maybe they're like, you know, they, they have this stuck. big... That's not worth money. Fight. That's not worth the money to me to pay that. I feel like maybe it's that, like, because they have, like, they, you know, I don't know if Saray is, like, a money pit or what, but, like, you know, they, they invested in her. She's probably not good enough to really go, like, with a decent singles match with Jamie Hayter no, for, like, that problem. long. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you want her in the mix. So, you, so like, I mean, the solution is... You make it a three-way, like. Yeah, I got, but dude, dude, I'm sorry. You're right. I mean, it it definitely felt can. very like, basically just the like a TV is, match. If, like, if you, big. yeah, if you need to, you should have done this on TV. Then, if you need a third person to carry her, then don't do it. Yeah, don't have that be the pay-per-view match. Like, you know, wait for her to show some improvement or or get better or get over more or whatever. Don't do it. Like, let's see, let's see, hater versus somebody, you know, somebody with a little bit of fucking moxie. I mean, I mean, you could have did Soraya as well. She could have, she could have carried her through a match. I think maybe, but I would have honestly rather have seen the singles match and let Soraya sink or swim. Not that I would have been yeah. too excited about that, but that would have been preferable. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I would have rather. You still, you still to... had the heel turn. It might have made a little bit more sense. I would have rather. Too. Speaking of heel turns, I would have rather than burned the Britt Baker heel turn here already. It doesn't make sense for it to drag out. And you know, it's yeah, gonna she's happen. just yeah. You should have just burned it a couple months ago and built to that. That would have been oh, that would have been huge. You know? Yeah, this is this and like they're trying to get this stupid shitty new stable over, and it sucks. And it sucked on Dynamite. Oh my god, the shit they did on Dynamite. Oh my god, so what are they bad. gonna do? They're gonna wait till like. Brick gets an injury or something, and then they can't do it. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do it for all out. Maybe no. Maybe it's the plan, but I don't know. Maybe they maybe we'll be able to find out. Maybe we'll be able to find out when AW All Access debuts later this month. Jesus Christ! (laughs) We'll talk about that (laughs) in another episode. I wish I wish I could remember every detail about what they did on Dynamite. I remember like Willow making a save, and they fucking beat her down with the fucking shittiest, fakest, most unbelievable punches I've ever seen. It was Terrible. so it was so embarrassing, yeah. and then and Willow was not good here either. And I like Willow a lot; she's one of my favorites on the roster. And there's just it was so bad. Every it was bad. Everybody was bad. The selling was bad. Like there was a part where they knocked her down and then picked her up for a move, and she she was she was like trying to sell. She was doing that really bad thing that like green wrestlers do, where like they just sell with their face but not with their body at all. And she just goes eh, like, like the, eh, eh. But it's like, like they're not. This is the conversation that that they need to have. And I guess Willow yeah. is subject to the respect the vet saying she needs to go to them in the back and say, "Hey, when I come out there, I'm gonna be fucking trying to bull up on you, and I'm gonna be fucking yeah. making contact, getting up in your shit. Yeah. Don't let me do it. Don't let me do it. Fucking don't like, let me yeah. get the shit out of me. Yes, you know? exactly, exactly. And then yeah. and then you're a baby face, so you should keep fighting through it. And then like, so she she goes completely limp. Um, when they when they bit her down, she lays there and she's just making faces. She's not fucking putting her hand up on her face. She's not fucking holding her neck. She's not doing anything. She's just standing there. And when they pick her up, she just jumps right up to her feet. Like when you when you see somebody that's really good at selling, whenever they pick them up, whenever they're selling and they pick them up, they have like a stage, right? They become dead weight and they make the heel work for picking them up so they could do something to them, right? And she didn't do that. She just popped right up. And it was so bad. And I was so I was I'm so ashamed of that. Like, um, or they should be ashamed of that. That was just 
really bad. I like yeah. Willow. Willow's, like I said, Willow's one of my absolute yeah, favorites on the yeah, roster, yeah. and this was fucking yeah. shit. And maybe it's because it was in the context of like an angle, and they're not used to TV. She hasn't been on TV that long, and maybe it's you know I'll chalk it up to that. But man, that was so bad. Everything yeah, about the stupid gimmick is so bad. They gotta work together a little bit better than that, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, onto a much better match. We had the. Again, we kind of complain about the weird name for the Texas Death Match for Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley. Sorry, um, I'm this sorry. This match ruled as well. This was great. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But going back to that, we we forgot to mention. I think the connotation that that new stable is is like prefaced on is that they're all ex WWE. Yeah. So does that mean like Mercedes make, is rep- around the corner? They make references to that. I know. I don't yeah. think that means Mercedes is around the corner, but. Um, they make reference, man. But boy, they could really use her. Yeah, uh, and not just because she's good and like so she could. They could always use somebody like that. They could really use her. Yeah, because man, they're are, are they need Masha Slamovich in there? They need to get her <laughs> over. You know? Do you disagree with that about the Masha I thing? I don't think Masha. Well, if Masha's going to be their enforcer, I mean, Masha's not a talker. No, not in their stable. I mean, and and I don't. Oh, in the division, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about the women's division could really use Mercedes. Fuck that stable. Yeah. That stable needs to be dissolved. Who cares? Yeah. I just mean like, yeah. There's some women um, on the indies that they could absolutely use that are. They really need good somebody. Right now. Dude, they need somebody. Yeah. They keep running back the same shit. The same like five or six people. Yeah, I think that's the issue. Is that is their women's roster just doesn't have the same depth that the men's does? Uh, like yeah. where you absolutely. have to keep running well, no, back the I mean, same yeah. stuff over and over again because. Who else are you gonna run out with, right? Like, yeah, because a lot of the women, the of them they, are on the shelf. So, like, a lot and a lot of the women that they float are like, you know, Bunny and I would have yeah. rather, I fucking, I'll be honest, I would have rather them built Penelope for a singles match against Hater since she knew she was gonna win anyway. Like Penelope's gotten a lot better, you know, I, and yeah. she doesn't pussyfoot around out there most of the time. Like, I think, no, maybe Penelope for the next pay per view. I think, I'm sorry, I, think I, didn't, Masha, I didn't mean to reverse. I think Masha signed the. Impact still right now. I think she's still under Impact contract. Oh, the Taya Valkyrie, I think, is. Oh yeah, Taya Valkyrie. Oh yeah. my god, Taya Valkyrie would be a huge get for them. She's so good, and she looks like a mega star. Yeah. So yeah. So they need they need they need new blood, and you know they wasted fucking dough on Soraya, and I hope that paid off with some ratings. But I'm sorry to rewind. Let's go into the fucking dude. Tier. Taya yeah. Taya versus Jamie Hader would be fucking. Oh yeah, would, money, yeah that would been, dude. Oh my god exponentially better than what we got which yeah. was not worth paying for that shit was not worth yeah. paying for i might i might watch yeah. some gcw it wasn't because... I, I don't think it was the worst thing on the card that we'll get to yeah. that later yeah, but that's true i might watch um, some, i might watch some gcw soon because Mosh, speaking of masha masha's wrestling nick gage really soon God, so. yeah <laughs> oh my god dude what that oh, might be god. that might be interesting I watch all that. right so yeah so the texas death match uh this is it's got to be up there as far as just one of the better like death matches that like I've ever seen. Um, this was really good. I thought you know it was really brutal. There was, there was some parts that were a little slow, but I mean I get you kind of have to pace yourself a little bit uh, for this uh, twenty basically like twenty five minutes, second longest match on the card. Um, uh, seems like the feud's going to keep going. Looks like they might lead to like maybe a blood and guts because it looks like the whole Blackpool Combat Club at least stands. Danielson is turning heel, so yeah. Joey, thoughts? Uh, I thought this match was really fucking awesome. Uh, I don't. I think these are the fucking worst possible people that you could turn heel into a heel group. Um, 
Unless they're gonna be the new the you just American bu- shoot heal for you though. Unless they're gonna be the American Bullet Club, like like uh, like how they do Los Ingo Bernables and Big Juiced. Like, I think it's stupid. I think it's terrible. I I can't even. Wait, keep... who who do you, who do you think would be a a, a bad wait what? Who are you I, talking I, about? I think that the Blackpool Combat Club are fucking just horrible. As a heel, heels. for as heels, as I'm not group. I'm not saying that their heels they're bad heels i'm just saying like right now together they're they're baby faces you got wheeler yuda who's trying to convince everybody he's a bully um which well is, that sounds that sounds like heel shit that's terrible i'm just saying it's bad that's what i'm saying and uh i think it's a bad move i think it's so stupid like danielson is obviously uh, danielson can't be heel right come on uh mox is like their top guy he could probably be heel like, but, but, like, maybe, and, and then nobody wants to boo for Claudio. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's, gonna, he's gonna be feuding with Kingston, so maybe people would want to boo for him. Boo Dude, him. Nobody wants to be, nobody wants to boo Claudio, man. I don't, I just don't think this is gonna oh, work. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Um, if you, if, if it's not somebody that's so established as a babyface or beloved, then it's somebody like, you got Wheeler Yuta in there who's not even convincing. And then, yeah, unless they're gonna, like, I don't know. I could see like it'd be cool if this is total fantasy booking, but it'd be cool if they rebranded as the Bull Club. You know, they they they're allowed to use the name and they brought Juice in and they they were the ones that feuded with Ricky Starks. I think that would be, sick. be a little weird, but I mean that would be interesting, but it'd yeah. be a little weird. Then you got Ricky Starks feuding with people that are like um more established and you know sure. not silly like the JAS. I don't know. Um I hear the Wheeler and uh, Thatcher match was was really good. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched I haven't watched ROH yet, but yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. But they don't have. They, I just read the summary. They don't have Wheeler doing heel shit in the match. They have Thatcher doing heel shit. So, which is weird. It's so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to do that. I don't, I don't know. Well, they did. Tape I don't know the, what you do with BCC. Yeah, yeah, it was taped. It was taped. Yeah, yeah. it's taped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but they've been telegraphing this for a long time, and it's just I haven't been buying it. And them going full heel just doesn't work to me. I just I don't like this at all. I think it's bad. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, with I, you. I think about the, I'm with you on the. I'm with you on the Claudio thing. That doesn't yeah. make sense. I just don't think you're gonna get him. Away I, I think it's just because he's gonna be feuding with Eddie. Yeah, you could feud with Eddie as like you know Eddie's kind of a great character anyway. Yeah, true. Sure. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that getting a black and white reaction is going to happen at all during this feud. From That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, and they, so. they have like a storied rivalry. I've seen a video on it. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, it is. And that's, and that's fine. So they have history and stuff. Yeah. So like, it's still intriguing, but it doesn't need to be just baby face heel. Right. So sure, I, hope yeah. they, I hope they don't do that with Claudio. Cause I don't think he'll be able to really pull it yeah, off. I mean, it right? could be, I mean, who knows? Maybe, I mean, it, the dynamite angle definitely felt very heelish, but maybe it will just be kind of like these are just yeah. really violent people. It was as heel as possible. And it looks like uh, moving forward, it looks like they're going to be. I guess they're 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 feuding with Hangman in the Dark Order. Uh, Stu Grayson's coming back. Uh, unpopular, like okay, Evil Uno is actually pretty good in the ring. I don't like the way he looks, and I feel like he should hit the gym. But like, fat shaming. I'm not fat shaming because you got like Joe who looks like a fucking like. What's he big... gonna do? Just have a. What was the last time a big guy like that who traded on being big guy just has a total body transformation and like becomes like fit strong guy? That's I'm not, I don't I'm not asking. I'm not asking him to become fit strong guy or fucking guy with washboard abs. I'm saying 
like maybe have your arms not look like spaghetti noodles or something like that. Like maybe even like go once, maybe maybe hit the gym once a year. Like something like <laughs> I've never noticed that he's that, I've I'm never noticed that he's he's that in proportion. Dude, his right. arms his arms are so small. And look, and I'm not I'm not trying to hate on him. Like I said, like I don't have a problem. I'm not fat shaming. I don't have a problem with a bigger wrestler. I love Samoa Joe, right? But Samoa Joe looks like a big athlete. You know what I mean? And he's not gonna like you said. It's not gonna be overnight, but he's good. And he's probably only held back because of his physique. And it's not because he's fat. It's because he looks he looks soft. He looks like a man. We, yeah. And, but but oh, with when, that, when with evil that said, Udo with that it, said, uh, interfered in the Hangman and Moxley match, like wow, that was yeah. crazy. I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't uh, gotten to my happen. hot take yet, though. My okay, hot sorry. take is that he's way better than people give him credit for, be, probably because of the way he looks, too. So I'm kind of, like, flipped. I'm like, I don't want to see a guy that's not believable do good stuff. I want to see, like, something that's believable doing good stuff, because I do think he's good. And when I remember when, when uh, the Dark Order first debuted, and it was the tag team, it was him and Stu, and I remember they did some really cool shit. If you go back... And watch their their like whenever remember they showed up on the first pay per view was it double or nothing that they they debuted and they were sitting on like the throne of dudes and everything like they did some cool shit and I was just like and I remember that got drowned out by um that got drowned out by people being like who are these guys you know that stupid dumb shit uh, like who are these guys who are they you know oh oh nobody knows who they are so we hate them and it was drowned out by that but Stu and, and Uno were are actually really fucking good at, as a tag team. And I know that's a hot take because people, I don't think they've gotten the fucking credit that they deserve as, as in terms of that. So I'm excited. They're bringing back Stu for a tag team match. Um, it's, it's hangman and, 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 and the original dark order and versus, uh, you know, Blackpool combat club. And I think that's going to be fucking okay. cool. Okay. Uh, to this match. Yeah. I thought it was really great in, in, in terms of death match, Death matches, it's like nowhere in the upper tier in terms of brutality for what you see in some of these fucking matches between Japan and some of the American death match stuff. But I'm glad because yeah, like I, there was need, very I was little like that felt added, yeah. actually dangerous. Yeah, it was an added layer. You know, most mostly barbed wire, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the yeah, fork? some of the stuff was nasty. The yeah, the, yeah, the, the fork, well, fork spot, especially with like yeah. the the way the blood was like spraying yeah, he, out of him. He got a crazy. good once and it splashed off and it looked like it was spurting out of his head like yeah got, they were yeah. really good shot of that that was yeah that was the best best like death match moment of yeah this night. felt very like controlled madness as opposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. like just wild you know they weren't trading one of these goofy, legitimately might die yeah. like they weren't trading goofy light tube like shots and then <laughs> stabbing each other with it but it was yeah. um it was really good as a wrestling match though yeah and it was really yeah. good like that just awesome. with that added yeah just with that added layer of the deathmatch yeah. stuff and i remember some of um not all of like the old big japan stuff i saw not all of it was just complete garbage wrestling there was a lot of stuff like this that just kind of made a lot of sense and uh and still you know the guys put on a good match and uh they, got they to win by really far over in big japan they, they do sometimes, but not. I mean, there was no piranha tanks and stuff like that in the matches I'm talking about. That, that's, like, that's, like X, that's like that's like that's um, like <clears throat> FMW, but like no, and like yeah. Big Japan. Big Japan is the company that uses like the fucking like they use some really dangerous shit. 
Yeah, they they like, do sometimes, but I've also seen matches that, and like yeah, I've also seen matches that were surprisingly not as violent as I anticipated because you yeah. know I clicked over to see some extreme violence and ended up enjoying a wrestling match. So um, that's kind of what this was, man. It was like a really good brutal match between two guys blowing off like a feud that had a really weird build. I mean, Mox's promos, especially that. Oh yeah, two weeks before the one on the it was I think it was the go home one for that those. Okay. that promo fucking ruled, uh, dude. Much, yeah, yeah, and better. then you cut, yeah, and then you cut to Hangman. He's like, I've got to become a mean son of a bitch to face you, and I've got to go to that dark place. And Mox, you're gonna get in the ring with not a man but a monster, you know, just that type of shit. And I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. I'm not quoting him, but it was that type of promo. It was <laughs> bad. It was the close. Between, the contrast between Mox, who like knows how to do that. And to deliver that scary type, you know, yeah. this guy maniac promo versus, you know, with that said, can't do it. With that said, his post match promo was ass. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, his his post match promo, we try to do it in the same style. Yeah, but it's one of those like styles. I have nothing to lose, but I have a daughter. <laughs> like I got Yeah, yeah, it's it's contradicting yeah. himself, and it was complete. Yeah. It was he was improvising, and it was style over substance, and. When you look at the meat and potatoes of what he said, it doesn't add up. But yeah, yeah, this was tremendous. I only have a few minutes before I gotta go here, so okay. I, I mean, does anything, any one little thing stand out? Because I sure want to talk about the main event. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll skip to that then. Uh, I'll, I'll just say Wardlovers Joe. That was really bad. Uh, like I was, I mean, it wasn't like the worst match ever, but like I was shocked by how bad it was considering. They like, could not both... work together at all, man. It was weird. It had it way was, better matches. It wasn't as like, good as their match they had on TV like yeah. weeks ago yeah. or whatever. Not even close. Um, yeah, so I didn't think was that like... was great either. But this was pretty bad, and yeah, like it was not. Didn't feel, it felt like yeah. two big guys trying to have a match, like two kind of middleweights rather than two what, big guys what clashing. Was, what was Melter's rating on that? Two and a half. Yeah, I even sent you guys that everyone likes to, you know, post Hulk Hogan was different in Japan, but but so I'm not gonna do that here. But everybody knows he was working a different style or trying to work a different style. But yeah. I posted I sent you that Stan Hansen Hulk Hogan match from the early eighties. And man, just the way they're hitting each other and running into each other like two big behemoth gaijins. Mm -hmm. This match could have used a little bit of that. And I'm not saying fucking do a masturbatory tribute to know. Stan Hansen. I don't know Stan if Wardlow can do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying do a Stan Hansen tribute, but like, man, like you need some of that energy, man. So, so after it felt like pretty much Wardlow won this just to pass it on to Hobbs on Dynamite. Um, I know uh, Davey had some thoughts on QT being involved there, but... Terrible. Um, we'll leave it at that. This is bad. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm okay with seeing them cook on this. Like, I don't think it's so bad. I know Q QT's good on the mic. Um, he's a good heel. Good bottom uh, card heel. Yeah. He, yeah. So. But he, he's a he's a he's a good he's a good heel. I don't think he's bottom card, but like I would say like that's his position. But... Upper bottom card, a <laughs> lower mid card. I would say lower bottom card, yeah, man, because know. like he sometimes barely makes the shows and he's on a lot of that's the fine. YouTube stuff. That's okay. Give him his, yeah. give, him his give him his opportunity yeah. to do. I think it's yeah. like it's real markish to mark him off just because he's a lower mid card. Yeah. Guy. 
No, that's uh, not. I'm, no, I'm not saying. Oh, he's a lower mid card guy. I'm gonna mark him. Because there's a lot of lower guys that I think are fucking great and would love to see yeah. him come up. But he's not it. He's just not it. I mean, he's I a, he's a, N- he's a developmental guy. guy. He's a he's a back. Uh, well, I mean, uh, name one guy that can talk like him that that would fit that spot. Yeah, I mean, I I I could I could give you somebody if I took a look. Yeah, around, well, but. you think you stew on it and you tell me, but I think All I right. think. I think QT is. is, is I know how he can talk and I know how he works and I think he's solid and everything, but he doesn't add anything to this, man. It's just like, this is turn the channel heat right here for me. If he's the guy, okay, so if he's the guy, let me consider this. Hobbs is great, right? He's a good heel. He's got, he he can talk himself. Uh, He's a monster, right? But you're going to have to have that chink in his armor um, in some form or fashion. QT serves a purpose as like a reverse enforcer. He's going to be the guy that can bump around. He's going to be the guy that can talk. He's going to be the guy that can be a little shit. He's the guy that can take the pin for, for Hobbs. He's the guy. Yeah, that, I, I, get, get, I get what they're doing. I just, he's I, the guy that's going to take the bullets. I'm, I'm definitely excited to see yeah, where they're going with it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, also, real quick, I just want to mention, Guns retained the tag titles, and uh, FTR came back. They cut a promo where they seemed to accuse the guns of killing uh, Jay Briscoe. Uh, it was yeah. really weird. Um, weird. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, it takes us to the main event, the 60-minute Iron Man match, uh, MJF versus Danielson. It's contender I mean, for match of the a, year, for sure. Yeah, I mean, really good. did you guys like this better than Kenny and no, Osprey? I did. I did not, no. No. I thought it was. I thought it was, I thought it was close, almost. Yeah. I thought it was close. I don't think it was as good as Kenny versus Osprey. They were just on a completely different level than everybody else can even. Had like screw up with, or I guess it wasn't a screw up, but like the low blow into the double pin with no time thing, which seemed to kind of defy the rules. That was like Man, sort of this yeah, logic yeah. collapse that really kind of took a little bit away from me. It was still yeah. a phenomenal match, but so essentially, yeah. so Danielson gets the first pinfall, and they. They say there's a rest they, period. They, they establish that there's a rest period, and then they have to start back up. And they establish that, and they, yep. Danielson gets back over to his corner, and he's raring to go. And the crowd's like, "Oh, he's going to hit him with the knee and get him. Uh, he's going to get him again." And so they build that up. But then when MJF gets the first pen, then he just instantly covers him and gets the second pen. Yeah, yeah I think he was just maintained the pen. That's and yeah. he just kept maybe he just said, again. going even worse. Like what? Yeah, that's a that's like a you know typical. And then AW people didn't know like, if what, like what? how many tables you got to go through the tables. Remember? Well, that then people didn't know that Danielson had gotten another pin from like the DQ on the low blow. So it was just like, like what's yeah, going and then on? Commentary is like working overtime to try to like you know make sense of it all. Yeah. The poor guys. It sucks, but like mistakes like that but, happen. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, And I that's kind of a situation where the match was so good, like you can't let. Some logic it ended like up that. being so good, yeah. dude. It, it, we forgot yeah. about that by the end of the match. By the mm-hmm. end of this match, I saved the pay per view for me in terms of like I thought it was pretty solid, but I didn't feel like it was worth the fifty whatever bucks. But at, after this, I it was it justified the dough. This yeah. was, it was it was amazing. Like those, and they I like that they didn't do like a two to one thing or whatever. It yeah. was three to three. They ended up going to overtime. I mean, I was rooting for. I mean, because I still think that you could have. I would have been perfectly fine with them building up Danielson. They probably should have done it last summer when, when Punk left again or whatever. Sure. But I, I would have been. I wanted. I honestly want to see that because, like Okada, you know that you're always going that he's going to be like a fighting champion. You're going to get more title yeah. matches 
more title matches just from a storyline standpoint than you will with MJF, and you know they're always going to be good. I know MJF's title matches are always going to be good, but as a character and as a storyline, he's trying to get out of matches and things, and only yeah, and that's yeah. that's not really working for me to be honest. Not, not like either, not yeah. not like a, oh, you're getting worked. He's a heal. Like just it's just not working at me from an interest level. I mean, they had two video promos for these guys on Dynamite. Uh, the Danielson one, I know Davey wasn't as big on it, but it was really, you know, it was kind of this emotional thing where he's like, oh, you know, I was like selfish to put, you know, my love for wrestling over like my kids and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not going to be able to play my kids off after this match. And then MJS was just kind of like, oh, you know, I'm going to be in Winnipeg next week to gloat. And it's like, wait, is that why even, am I? So if he's, if he's part, if they're turning heel, if they're turning heel and he's cutting a promo like that where he's like, you know, well, I'm putting my love for going, wrestling. What yeah, what if he's, what is he's, he's going home? Like, oh, okay. I, I was like, take a break. Really. I thought I yeah. thought this was him being like, you know, he's going to start taking shortcuts because he's putting wrestling ahead of everything. So now he's going to do the thing that's going to keep him safe. So he's going to maybe beat people with chairs and maybe maybe also <laughs> maybe you read maybe you like, read that correctly. But that's yeah. that, that's kind of gets to my point because that's not my read on it, but it's it's a valid one. Yeah. But I'm more interested in what happens to Danielson next than I am in MJF. I'm not. I'm. I'm excited to see where. I, I like. I think that people are sleeping on MJF's title run. He's hitting it out of the park every time he has a match. Mm, I don't think and... he's been hitting out uh, with his matches. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 there haven't been very many. Um, but I, I don't uh, think he's hitting it out of the park. Kind of sucked. Yeah, Which I think one? he's hit the his match, match against Mox. I thought that was. That I was, mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't like. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was well, good. That, didn't that didn't that suffer because it went after something that was incredible? What was that match? Um, let me check. That was full gear. It <laughs> came after the claimed versus Swerve and our oh, glory. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Hader yeah. versus Storm. Yeah, yeah kind of all that sort of sucked it out. And I think it was yeah. just too much. Like it, it just kind of felt like this like foregone coronation, and he kind of like it felt like he kind of yeah. phoned it into. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't think he's been hitting out of the park like he had. Like I know he can with the promo. I don't stuff. know, like, man. His match with Takeshi was incredible. Yeah, that's true, man. But the, like, the, look out that window. Guys have had incredible matches with Takeshi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he's had he's had Takeshi's best match so far. I think. I don't know about that. I thought the, I the Danielson match was fucking amazing. And I thought, I thought one it was of the better than Danielson match. match. I don't know about that, dude. No way. I do. And was... the, even one of the Jay Lethal matches was really fucking bad. That might have been better. Nah. The Jay Lethal match might have been better, but man, I, I I do think the MJF match was better than Danielson's. He was there was just better heel work. That fucking spot where he got well, fucking, yeah, because there's a like, heel in the match. Yeah, but exactly, <laughs> exactly, and that makes that, yeah. which makes it a better match. I don't and know like, about that, man. And I don't then be, and then like yeah. the match, match and the wrestling was good. The wrestling was fantastic, and there was that fucking spot where. Um, Takeshi hit him, you know, with the with the fucking lariat on the top rope, and he fucking mm. backflips onto was, his feet. That was like, good. I mean, that was an impressive that, spot. But, that was killer. Yeah. I thought it was better than Danielson, and uh, and no no offense to, no offense to Danielson. I think Danielson's one of the best, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't I, think I he think, came close to being as good as. I that, don't agree. I don't agree with the the stuff about MJF. MJF's great on the mic. I love hearing him fucking be. Yes, but man, like, dude, he's kind of been spinning his wheels, and he's just kind of been going to paint by numbers in some of these it, promos. And you know and what? Really have... And that's okay. Would it have been better if he would have just been a babyface? Yes, but because like, that's where like people. Really... He didn't need to be like a big mega babyface. He could have just been like you it's, know, this yeah, G character. When, when, the, kind of when the fans. 
when the fans when they decided to keep him as heel, yeah. then like we're grading on what they did rather than what they should should have done in I mean, our opinion. Yeah, we should maybe, but like if if like if you feel it right, like you let the fans decide. You you feel like what what's right. You know, it's it's pro wrestling magic is when you feel something organically, right? And they went against that, and I think that's why there's a lot of pushback here, but. Um, I, I just know. No, I, I was fine. I understand why they would keep him as a heel. It's yeah. it's, it's hard not to do because he's the best in the business at that. It, so right. it's, it is hard to burn that. So I understand. Like if they, I, I may have done it different. So, but if they want to keep him heel, you could totally understand why. I just don't think it's been as good as his shit before that. I think it's been paint by numbers. Like he's just does has done anything really interesting like he was doing before. Not, not yeah, as often. Like, not with the regularity. I don't agree. Yeah, like. Like the Danielson feud felt like a largely a retread of what he did with Punk and Jericho, where it's like yeah. oh, I've got like and the I'll build to it guys. was great. That's the thing. The, yeah. the build and to this match wasn't great, but the match itself yeah. made up for it. You know and what to I mean? Me, yeah. That's the most important part of it all is the match. Like nothing sucks True. more. Yeah. It it would suck more if the build was fantastic and the match sucked. It, that would right way yes. more. Yeah, right. But like I think that's <laughs> kind of the issue, right? Is like yeah, the match is good, but like when yeah. he only wrestles like you know six times a year or whatever like just dragging it out like you know kind of the pain by numbers he doesn't doesn't wrestle that little but yeah well ideally ideally you have all this time the build Mm. should have been good and it should have enhanced an amazing match and then maybe we're sitting here saying that it's match of the year because we would have been more emotionally invested i think and i kind of think people are way too critical of his title run so far i think he's been well i would say this kind of with what davy's saying about paint by numbers is like the stuff before his the build i almost liked more than the match and like the matches were good but it was like the build was always like the part that i was like yeah this is why i tune in every week is like the build's really good and for whatever reason him as champion Mm the builds have been lackluster and very like, and like the fact that they're challenger focused is like fine. Um, but like the fact that I'm like, yeah, I want to see him lose just because I'm, he was doing better stuff beforehand. And some of it's on Tony for not being able to, he's yeah. never been able to spotlight the it champion be, properly. No matter if he's be, had a baby face. I, I would say when, when Kenny was champion, they felt, he felt properly spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some but of Mox's reign too. It could he was be, doing the weird stuff. He was doing the, like crossover stuff too which you know added another little layer that was fun it could be on the opponent too like i i, I don't know man i i fuck with the story more than you guys do because i think it was like mjf almost felt like the underdog in this match because people were saying you know people say that like danielson's the best in the world um mjf has something to prove about being like a great wrestler mm-hmm. because people say that he's just yeah. a guy that can talk and so, like, and he's done that before. He's done that. His promos, his promos have been about that. He's like kind of fighting. It was against... nothing new. That, that that was nothing new. Like the whole sure. like I'm better than you guys give me credit for in the ring. Like yeah. that's he's been doing that since Darby. But, yeah, but you're not doing that. Yeah, but that's Darby. We're not. You're not doing that against Danielson. And people are still saying that shit. And like he's having like bangers after bangers. As the Zoomers there's no say. doubt that he's. There's no doubt that he's incredible. This, this match, that this whole feud, this whole like, feud, especially with it being an Iron Man match, this whole feud is designed to prove himself as a pro, as as the actual yeah, in ring yeah. wrestler that he is. And you undercut that a little bit, are you, by protecting Danielson, spending so many weeks building that he's got an injured shoulder, and then you're having Thatcher go out there and take his shoulder out and stuff. So like, yeah, they're evening the playing field a little bit there, so he doesn't fully get over. Plus, you know, of course he's he going to cheat. I mean, he cheats just... a whole bunch. It nails him with a fucking big oxygen tank, which is yeah, heavy as fuck, and. 
yeah, so I mean, well, it's like the promos feel like gaslighting really. too, where it's just like ignore, you know, ignore the man behind the the screen, kind of, or you know, yeah, ignore the but, antics in the match. And I and I don't give a fuck about ratings because, like, I always say that, like, um, the like my tastes certainly don't line up with like the general populations and and. You know, Nickelback was the biggest band in the world for a while, and and all that. But I really did, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, if 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 something's good and people aren't tuning in, that doesn't mean it's it's not good. But I really thought MJF was going to spike the ratings, uh, and he hasn't. It's been he kind would of, have if he was babyface. That's the thing. He probably would have, or if his. I honestly think if his heel shit was a little bit more, uh, like intriguing, and if they knew how to spotlight it and where to put it on the fucking card, they don't know where to put him on the card. He should yeah. open the fucking shows more often. Dude, that guy should open the fucking show. Like if if take like take a risk if like the ratings numbers don't show that he's a good way to open yeah. the show. Like let him build that. Or he should be, you know, closing the shows like and in instead it's just like, like tucked into some like weird random corner of yeah, the show. Yeah, it, it needs to be the marquee spot, open or close. Every fucking show it needs to be MJF. It needs to be the fucking champion. So they need to fix that. Um but I gotta go. This match was tremendous. Sure. The the end of it, it had me feeling like a little kid. I mean, I wanted Danielson to win like a little kid. I, I don't. <laughs> this is something we always comes back to. Like I always say, oh, this made me. You knew he wasn't, but the, that, that belief that like there's yeah, that they made chance. me believe for a minute that he might. So I mean, that I, was it was tremendous. This match I'm, was great. Yeah, yeah. Let's go out of your way to watch this match. This match ruled. It's definitely number two on my list this year so far. Um, yeah. Yeah, it rolled. So, so, but yeah, that was uh, that was that was our show for this week. Um, thank you guys for hanging out. Um, I know we had to rush it towards the end there a little bit, but that's all right. No big deal. You guys um, can keep going if you want. I can do no, that. We're good. We're good. We've been on for two hours. It's totally fine. So, uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you. Uh, make sure you follow us all over the internet and stuff. Uh, check our link tree in in the link uh, wherever you're listening to this, and may your week be filled with mini monster pops. Catch you guys later. Stinger. I think Brian Danielson is the best American wrestler of all time. Stinger? Are you yeah. talking to Sting? No, I mean, that's just like yeah. a, a Stinger. He's we go throwing out the on. challenge out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nielsen versus Sting. Book it. <laughs> okay. I'll see you guys. Bye.